0: It is May 10th, 2020, Money in the Bank. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan, and the man in the center cosplaying as John Cena as Justin LaBar.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> let me ask you guys real quick, what did you, off the top of your heads, what would you give this uh, Money in the Bank? What would you give it, 1 to 10? Obviously, <sighs> 10 being the best. What are you guys giving it?
0: It's tough, man. Uh, let's just say about halfway through, MITB stopped standing for Money in the Bank and started standing for Margarita in the Belly tonight around my household. <laughs> because I uh, <laughs> may have overshot my expectations a little bit with this one.
3: I, I can't believe it. You? What about you, Justin? Uh, I gave it like a 7.5. Um, I give a little wiggle room because like, it had no bar to go up against. Like, I knew that it was not going to be necessarily the Boneyard of Firefly, but yeah, it was... It was there. all right. Here's
1: my thing.
2: I, I, I yeah, I, it was there. And here's the problem. They, I,
3: I want to give them
2: credit Sure. again, absolutely. doing it, thinking outside the box, trying to do something different in an impossible situation with no fans. So for the town's perspective of this, oh my God, I can't tell you how hard this is and how silly and ridiculous you would feel having to fight in an office like that. Just, to, sure. just throw that out there. Then, so you have no adrenaline whatsoever. So if you have injuries, you're screwed. There's no overcoming those injuries with adrenaline, which carries us through matches. Um, Secondly, I give him credit again, for, like I said, for thinking outside the box, trying to do something different. But if you're going to do that, like this is not the time to play grab ass, is what I call it. When you do, whenever I say grab ass, I mean silly ha ha, like corny wrestling stuff. And having... Otis be your winner? Um, come on! This it's in my opinion. I know it's a big storyline, but come on, that is that is a complete waste. Um, in my opinion, uh, of it, quite frankly. And Oscar uh, was annoying the hell out of me in the women's. Even though I love her, I'm a huge fan of hers. She kept pulling Lacey down, and it was driving me insane. I literally was yelling at my phone, "Stop it, Oscar! You're you're annoying me. Stop it."
3: Well, let me clarify, Matt. I mean, I give it a 7.5 when I say it. I'm talking about the entire show. You know, most of the stuff prior to yes, the Money in the that's Bank what stuff. I, mean. I was, I was that's just kind of. I mean. uh, but I'll actually say this the, the last, whatever it was, I don't know, what, 40 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, the, the part at they the headquarters. They
2: went off the air. Hang no, on, they went off the air with Otis. Just throwing it out there.
3: I'm who not surprised. It from a fumble. I'm not surprised, though. This is a guy who has been uh, ahead of steam and momentum. Uh, we hear that Vince likes him. It's obvious sure. by the consistency. I'm not surprised by this. I really, the only thing that surprised me is, that I, as I've said before, Money in the Bank is better with a heel because it's basically a license to steal the world title. So I'm never quite crazy about a babyface having it. And Otis is the babyface. But when you look at that field, to my in my opinion, out of the six, there's two options: Otis or Alistair Black. Everybody else that has multiple rounds with the world in the world title picture before, even Baron Corbin, who's won the Money in the Bank before. So it was yes. either it's, it's either Otis who's got momentum as a babyface. Or it's Alistair Black who's got a lot of momentum, but I was like, Alistair Black is that supernatural character. I can't picture him walking around with a briefcase. So I kind of okay, like.
2: Re- really, you know? really quick. Why does it have to be somebody who's never won it before? Why couldn't AJ win it again after, especially his Boneyard match, get get back to where he belonged, which is in the main event picture? In my he, opinion. He could have. Why, why he not Daniel Bryan? Why not Daniel Bryan?
3: They could have, but just by history shows, money in the bank normally goes to somebody who has not yet been in the world title picture. So that's what I go. It's off usually
2: with. somebody that is usually somebody up and coming.
3: I I I pop for Otis.
2: I'm friends with friends of his. I hear he's a great guy, so it's not a personal shot when I say this. I'm sorry, it's corny. It's corny. It's funny, yeah. haha. For my wife walking in the room and going, ha, ha, ha oh, that's cute. That's about it. That is not going to sell an arena out when these arenas hopefully one day open. Um, we can't even use that saying anymore. Good Lord. He'll cash um, in before the arenas come back. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. If you're going to have something like this where you're outside the box, where it is hit or miss, I think it is even more imperative that you secure your winners on who they're going to be. Again, this was built for Lacey Von Eric. Lacey Von Erick. Good Lord. Her too. Uh, Lacey <laughs> Evans, in
0: my opinion. I just had a thought. I think he's going to give it to Mandy somehow for Mandy to get a title shot. That seems like it fits entirely with the plot he's in with her.
3: I wouldn't... I'd like that better, for what it's worth. That, or it would be Otis's stand-up, good, best-friend style. If he doesn't give it to her, he would use it for him and Tucky to get a fast-track and well, get the tag-team titles. Sure. Because they're still a tag team. Blah,
2: blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't give a rat you-know-what-out-him-and-tucky. Him and Tucky, him and tucky i <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, and, dude, all he does I, – I feel like I'm crapping on the guy, and I don't want to do that But because he seems like a cool dude, right? But we're supposed to be giving our opinions. My opinion is all he does is Chris Farley. That's all he does. He's Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Everything, from how he talks. I mean, he does a good job at it for what it's worth. But I just don't – I'm sorry. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm overthinking it that a Money in the Bank winner has to automatically be the next champion, next heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. And a main
3: event act, which I do not see him as. But, but you know what? They're in such weird times. They might have resolved, They might have already um, just. And I, when I say they, I mean you know Vince and, and the, the decision makers. Yes. They might have already determined. Hey, Otis is not going to cash in, and he's not going to be a world champion. We might try to let him attempt to cash in, and Dolph or Mandy or somebody's going to screw him and break his heart. And we're just going to use the briefcase to advance Otis' story as a babyface, mm. but not give him a world title. So, you know, it's not an automatic that he's going to become world champion. Um, okay, is that, that know, is
2: that more imperative? Is that more imperative than setting up your next main event when you got Seth Rollins doing that? I, I, I don't know.
3: Right, but 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 what I'm saying is that considering the fact that they don't even know when they're going to get back to kind of like normal business and they're going to be in this weird empty arena situation, they might just say, "Look, we're sticking with Drew for a while." You know, it's not gonna. It, we're not setting up the next world title. It's just gonna kind of be. Let's just keep Drew looking as strong as possible more,
2: while we're in the situation. More, okay. Which is more reason why you have to have a very solid main event title picture. It's even more imperative because the ratings are in the crapper right now. This is not the time to play rabas with with what's his name, Otis.
0: No, uh, Justin Lopez ten dollar super chat saying. That match was a letdown. There was too much corny shit for my liking. I love that Oscar won. But Otis, you, really I mean, he fit the narrative of the match, Thank but he's still you. not ready for that type of push. Okay. Every single word
2: is probably... He just said, I think I said out loud. Uh, Justin, we're right, uh, we're right
0: here, Justin. A little bit. Now, um, however... I'm sorry. Really cool. yeah. Go ahead. Say, say, I'll come back after you. Joey Adorjan. Saying, what's the difference between the AEW main event this week versus this? I don't think you can like the one and not the other.
2: You ready for this, Joey?
0: I don't remember the AEW main event from this <laughs> week.
2: And that's my favorite company. Um, the golf Oh Yes, I ships. do. Yes, I do. Yes. I scratched that. Scratched that. That doesn't count. I do remember it. Yes, it was. It was the brawl. Um, oh, my God. It is. Sammy Guevara take a hell of a bump. Holy crap. I watched that in slow motion like 20 times to see how he took it. He is yeah. one hell of an athlete. Um his, his head had the bar of a golf. He did this, but he did it so quick. God, he did it quick. Um what's the difference? That this <sighs> unlike AEW, the way that finished, that was not built to say here's our next the guy or the girl. That's what money in the bank is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the next superstar, quote unquote, in line, generally. They yeah. always win,
0: but they usually do. So I think it's two things, man. I think one, it's the finish, and it's the build-up. They built up something so cool, everyone in their head had an idea what it was going to be. I tweeted this. I want to die harder the raid. They gave me Scooby-Doo and Wacky Races tonight. Um, And I don't think that's what people were expecting. But the the build-up and the finish, I think, are with the majority of critique. Now, AEW, just threw that on. If this had been a random main event, and they said for tonight's main event on Raw multi-man ladder match, we're going to Titan Towers, that would've been a great surprise. But you give us a month of hyping it as like this crazy thing, I think they were in a situation where the bar was set very high and they did not clear it. I agree. Glenn,
3: I-, I Real quick. Uh, go, go ahead and I'm remind me to come back to something. that's important, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, Glenn, I think you have a point. Like I said earlier that like, you know, that they didn't have a bar to go against. There's no other money in the bank been like this, which is true, but you are right. In our heads, when we when they announced this, weeks out, it's going to be at Money the Bank. I mean, we joked about it on here. We talked about, like, Die Hard, you know, Trap Action, com- or not Trap, not uh, Comedies, Trap Action. You know, I think we were expecting the building to blow up, somebody to fly off the building. You know, we did build it up. We, we got some of the practical stuff. You know, we, they, they fought into Vince's office. We got, you know, so we're in the gym. But you're right. I think we did have time to build up. It might have been better off them to say it, or surprise us on the night of that it's happening at headquarters. And that we probably would have been, blow- you know, our minds would have been blown, not expecting it. Matt, go ahead.
2: Matt, your point. All right, so real quick, WWE headquarters, as soon as, if you saw the girls lining up for their, when they were announced for the match, you know, and they all kind of came in that hallway there before the elevators, that's literally, as soon as you open up the glass doors to walk into the towers, that's right there. The uh, uh, operator, not the operator, the secretary's desk would have been right to the right of them, to the left of the Ric Flair statue. Um, which is crazy to me, because um, that's like a public place. Sorry, right? there's a love bug in here. Um, and then what was then? This is an even cooler story. I'll tie it loose end together. I always told the story about how I met Vince McMahon. I used to go every Friday night, like clockwork, to work out in their weight room uh, at Titan Towers because my friend wrote for the magazine, Monday Night Raw magazine. And so we went every single Friday night until I bumped into Vince, and that's how it got set up for me to be on Tough Enough. Well. Before that, I went every Friday night, and that gym, the equipment still to this day is the same damn equipment from back <laughs> then. We're talking 2000, 2001, folks. Yeah. And it's the same equipment. The only thing I saw that was new is the new squat bar, The uh, squat floor, rather. Uh, you throw the, you're able to slam the weights down on. That would just put AJ on there. And by the way, those are 10 pounds, those yellow things, just for everyone keeping score at home. <laughs> you at home could have picked that bar up. Uh, uh, thirdly, uh, if you saw where Daniel Bryan, where everyone made their entrance from around the corner in that weight room and came to the group of guys as they one-by-one one got introduced, remember where Daniel Bryan came out from to be introduced? Look to the, if you were right to hook or right-hand turn right there, that was the men's locker room door that uh, Vince McMahon locked out and slammed right down my chest and looked up at me and asked me how tall I was. That's how I met him. Um, and uh, uh, at first they were showing scenes from the bathroom. I'm like, are they trying to pass that off as a freaking hallway? I hope not. And then, uh, sure enough, Brother Love popped out of the crapper, yeah. which is pretty funny. Um, I still don't understand the Doink reference in
1: there—the uh,
2: guy with the really protruding, protruding jaw. Um, I, I didn't get that at all. But uh, the setup of the headquarters, I thought, was was really cool that they went into a lot sure. of places. You know, and 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 the elevator ride took forever. Just playing out. <laughs>
0: That's good to know. So, Chris yeah. Thompson, 4 499, saying, went to school with Otis, aka Nico. I uh, went to high school, regardless of booking. Great guy. Congrats, man. Uh, no, look, I, I mean, I don't yeah. hold it against him as a person. And God knows he's a, he's a headline no. talent on SmackDown lately. Yes. And uh, Robert Blythe saying, can you take him seriously as the Money in the Bank winner after he yelled food fight? Like, like. <laughs>
2: And he's doing his thing, and he's doing what you're supposed to do to pop Vince to keep Vince into you. But unfortunately, and this is the part I don't like, because he is a good dude from all everyone tells me, is that Vince is going to take that to- that toy. It's not even a shiny toy for Vince. It is a funny toy for Vince. And Vince is going to put it down when the next Santino pops up. And I hope he gets everything he can, he can get out of this. I hope he gets paid. I would be paid big time so you could take care of him and his future family Um, in the the interim. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, everyone tells me he's a good dude, big heart, and everybody likes him. But there's lots of guys I can say that about, you know? And we can't hold it against him, which we are not. I'm holding it against the company from in tough times, without a crowd, without an arena. You guys have got to worry about your ratings more than ever right now. And It is imperative you have a solid main event out there
0: uh colt cone five bucks opinion on the comedy stuff aside oscar seriously shined in the no crowd era tonight was no different she looked great tonight yes
2: yes yes yeah her weirdness whatever you want yeah. to call it dude ever she is money man she just is money
3: yeah uh, I, you know i tweeted prior to the show for the women i thought either lacey evans for obvious reasons of the rise or oscar because oscar yeah. oscar in this time her eccentric behavior, be the ramblings the mumblings, and it's it's shined in the empty arena. Yes. And Asuka's certainly yes. been, she's been owed a better main roster treatment. Um, so I'm not sad that she won it. I don't, I have no problem with this at all.
2: No, 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 me either. I, I dig that she won. I would have like Lacey instead,
0: but still. Wrestling enthusiast, Buck 99 wants to know, Matt, how awkward is it to be in a match like that? What's the closest you've had to this experience that we saw tonight?
2: I'm sure a, bra- a backlot brawl or some crap like that at TNA when they had cameras angled all over the place. I'm thinking, um, did a really high number. It was like a 20-minute segment. Um, but uh eh, it's weird. It's uncomfortable because you don't have the, arena to fe- the fans to feed off of. You don't yeah. know if your things are getting over. You don't know if you're beating on the heel in that moment in time. Is it really registering with the fans watching you don't know because we don't have that instant gauge I was trained differently than a lot of these kids today are the kids today Yeah are not trained as much to gauge what they do off of the crowd that's present in front of them They're gauging their success off of Twitter and the comment section and the likes in my opinion and You you tune out the fans when sometimes you do that and so without those fans to get that gauge it makes it so hard to do. I'm telling you right now, and I give all these guys and gals all the credit in the Absolutely. It's so hard. Guys, it's the definition of being in a communication class and doing a public speaking course, uh, getting up to giving a public speech naked. It literally is. It's so hard.
3: Matt, from your experience, because uh, I can see that it would be hard from the adrenaline and not having their live feedback. Would you say, though, it's the easiest in terms of work because it's just – Ran it just punches and brawling you don't have to do any moves you don't have to have it's not a lot of athleticism in, in a lot of case it's kind of like a battle uh, royal it's punch kick struggle in the corner yes and
2: no and i say no because of the edges around and i'm glad ww points that out by the way and same with AEW when they did their backlog brawl last week they talked about the 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 different edges that could be used as weapons in these on type of uh surroundings and the environment being so different so you know you're being hit hit with things that you normally don't get hit with. Mm. Um, makes it look a lot more real, <sighs> and it does really, le- does really legit hurt. It hurt, hurt, It hurts. Bless you. It does hurt. Um, so yeah.
0: Um, man, and I know some people liked it tonight, and I don't want to diss anyone's opinion there. I like aspects of it, and I liked, like this would have been the most epic twenty four seven title match ever. What we <laughs> saw tonight maybe that's what it reminded me of a little too much. You know what I mean? Like, it was, there was too much Vince in it. I feel like the Firefly Funhouse match and the Boneyard match, which Vince had nothing to do with, were great. And tonight, Vince was like, now I'm going to show you what I can do, pal. And uh, I feel that it should have, at first, I think it should have been twice as long. And I think they should have taken some more interesting uh, twists and turns.
2: Diversions. Yeah, 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 me too. I agree with that. Well, I'll say this, maybe, and I, I agree. Really quick. Did the the people die that got thrown off the roof, by the way? Yeah, they no-sold that. Did you hear the thud? Yeah. Did you hear the thud like 10 to 20 seconds later? (laughs) Please tell me, WWE did not expect me to believe that they got thrown off of a skyscraper or off of like three or four floors up in the air with the 10-second delay of hearing the thud.
1: Yeah.
3: I hope not. I definitely think if they were in – I mean – you Could say if they were in more normal circumstances, meaning if we were, if meaning if much of the country wasn't in a lockdown, uh, if that was the case, we wouldn't have had this match anyways. But if, but if, if we had this, we're match... we're not in the
2: lockdown, we're in phase one. Think positively Sorry.
3: when they filmed it a few weeks ago, they were. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, P- Pittsburgh, we get lifted out of shelter in place Friday. I'm excited. Um, I, I think if you had more people, oh, really? to, yeah, um, if you had more people to use, like, I mean, like they use. Bruce Pritchard's brother love because you know he's around and John Lawrence. There definitely could have been more potential if you really could have gotten like if you watch if you go back and watch Stephanie wasn't actually there. That looked like Stephanie being filmed like at her house and they like threw it in her in front of a white wall. Oh yeah, I think I think on an iPhone. I think if they had it, it would have been cool if you could have had like if you could have flown some legends in and like you know you throw somebody through one door and there's. I don't know, just pick random legend, you know, like in doing yeah. so, like, you know, yeah. but, you know, because they probably Same were obviously
0: Love, but different people.
3: Yeah, I've, exactly. I
0: thought the Undertaker part was actually it was goofy, but kind of cool with the room with the coffin supposed to be the Undertaker. I, I like that, that the Undertaker sleeps in a coffin at WWE headquarters.
3: Like, I'm pretty sure yeah, the guy do. that the guy that it's weird, they've had like four doinks and this guy <laughs> was not one of them. And I'm pretty sure this guy with the big chin that played Doink was the same guy who was playing the janitor mopping the floor later when Dana Brooke slipped. It looked like the same guy out without makeup. Like, I wish they would have had more people and resources because it could have been even cooler to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was happy for Dana Brooke for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, gonna yeah. Wait to be shown and go guys, was there like an advertisement that I missed that you get money, you could pick a briefcase that's full of money instead of continuing on? Because I was like, that would have been a cool wrinkle and I'd be shoot happy for Dana Brooke in real
0: life. <laughs> I Again, I wish that the <clears throat> roof had been the end of part one and when they'd open it, it would have said the actual briefcase is hidden somewhere in the office, go find it, anything, just to give it some unpredictability because getting to the roof, as we saw, Oscar gets in the elevator, just goes right to the top, gets yeah. out. I was looking for the roof. I think that they could have made it a little more interesting. Uh, Matt T.J. Pamel shots fired. Four ninety nine super chat saying Matt, but by the same token, Morgan. Uh, it's a bit lengthy for a nickname. Uh I didn't because he's didn't saying that, that you're saying, but by the same token, I, I like that phrase as well, T.J. But you paid us money. I'll put it on the screen. Uh what else do we got here? I don't
2: understand what he's saying. He's saying say that a lot. He's saying he doesn't like it.
0: He's saying you say that. Guess a lot.
2: Guess what? The they're world. both. Hey, hey, TJ. Guess what? They
3: both have in common.
2: I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> How about them apples, TJ.
3: <laughs> Matt, if, Matt, If it makes you feel better, I get, don't I get blasted. Throw,
2: hey, I'm gonna let me let me steal this one. Don't throw don't throw rocks at a man carrying a machine gun.
3: Who's who said that? Roddy Piper. Who said that? There you
2: go,
0: Justin.
3: Good Matt, if it, if it makes you feel better, I get blasted usually on the show for stuttering too much. And they're not saying that I'm doing it to mock your gimmick. They just say I stutter too much. <laughs> I've never noticed. Uh,
0: Justin Lopez, two bucks saying, watch Vince have Otis carry a lunchbox to the ring. I kind of see oh, my that.
2: God. I, sadly
0: enough, I could. They have you those know, Money oh. in the Bank lunchboxes. I own one of them.
2: Of course you do. <laughs>
0: I, I used to. I told you I used to bring my lunch to that at the office, like, back when I, my last day job. I had my little Money in the Bank lunchbox.
1: That yes. is an
2: extra waste of hand space. That you could just be <laughs> throwing all your shit in a bag <laughs> to bring your meals and change your clothes to go work out afterwards, stuff like that, right? Or did you just bring lunch only?
0: It was just a little festive thing. Actually, it was um, – back then I was doing, like, the six small meals a day thing, so I really needed – Something that just had like, I mean, I was, I remember it. It was like Uh, pack of nuts, lunch, pack of nuts for the afternoon. Like it was very, I got to get back on that schedule. So it's hard to do that at home. It's weird. In an office, it was so much easier. You know how you do it? Dude, let me know after the show. I'll
2: hook you up with a really uh, good place that will deliver you these meals right to your door. And super super uh inexpensive, but give you a, a your amount of protein that you need for your body.
0: Well, I've looked into that. The and problem, problem is finding ones that are vegan that aren't just like here's a bunch of beans and lettuce. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, I, I looked into that a while yeah. ago, but but uh do say right now I do have my, my freezer. We we are a little stocked up here food-wise, but it has we, we're eating okay. It's just uh man, I don't know. Matt, you're how are you doing without going into the That's to, the right way to, to do
2: it, it
1: though. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh I we went and dude, uh, I wish I could turn my garage lights on for you guys. I we went out and bought a whole bunch of crap for my garage for me and my wife to lift the, t- together because it is dude, I'm not I'm crazy without being able to go to the gym. It is like my shrinks couch and if I can have it, I am not very, very good. I'm very cranky, always thinking about the next meal and whatnot, and uh my workout. So yeah, we got really cool equipment in our garage cost on our middle leg,
1: but it'll be worth
3: it. Hey, Matt, to that point, because uh, I know a lot of other guys, whether just regular dudes or wrestlers who have had to do the same, they, they've just gone out and said they put the investment into buying uh, more weights, more, more, you know, lip tools or whatever to yeah. have at their house because of this time. Do you think it's going to hurt the gym business? Like when, even when like we get back to someone normal, the people are going to say, look, I already have this home sure. gym that I've invested in. I don't, why am I going to pay a gym membership now?
2: Yeah, I, I do think a little bit, not not heavily because people are dying to get back. You know, back to commerce, back to also socialization, socialization and yeah, other yeah, people.
1: Yeah.
2: The, the the part for me about the gym I like the most, I can get motivated by anybody in there. I can get motivated by an out-of-shape 60-year-old guy who I see on the treadmill sweating buckets, right? Damn, he's busting his ass. i got to pick it up. You know what I mean? I can get motivated by anybody in the gym. So that's, that's why cool. I personally like that gym, you know?
0: Tom with the five dollars super chat saying uh, that Money in the Bank is now the twenty four seven championship. I can't believe they made it a comedy match. Uh...
2: Wait, is that a way? Wait, wait, time out, Tom. Is that a real thing? Is he? Is, is, is that? Did I miss that? No, he, no, he's, no, no, no. He's what
3: joking. He, he's joking that, that the twenty four seven match is always people chasing each other, random stuff. He's saying that he, that's what he thinks. I'm tonight's Money in the Bank. That is what this
2: was. This was. This was the future train. It was.
3: Cole uh, Cone two bucks saying the money
0: goes to AJ and Ray's funeral costs. Oh please!
3: Uh, yeah. uh, that, 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 that is a, Cole. You're Cole. You're another wrestling fan that misuses and misunderstands the term of what Barry means. That is not me. They did not. Neither of them got Barry tonight. Yes.
0: So let me take a moment, uh, guys. Do you ever have something that is built up? For weeks, you have huge, high expectations. You just say, "Oh my God, this is going to be epic!" You get your partner on board, and then when it happens, it's like this weird comedy thing—kind of a letdown—and it ends with like this weird fumbling and someone going, "Oh yeah." So, if that describes your sex life, uh, you need to check out Yikes. the sponsor of this episode, our longtime sponsor, Blue Chew. Where, if you need to enhance your experience, get that extra confidence, increase your performance—if your bedroom, if your if your sexual performance has become a comedy act. Blue Chew is going to turn that back into an action movie. And I'm not talking the PG-rated kind. I'm talking PG-13, maybe even a hard R, if you get what I'm putting down. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. They bring you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. The stuff that works, take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. You're not going to have a problem climbing up that ladder. It's not going to be like slow motion. No, bam, you're just going for that briefcase. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to wait in line. It's cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship it to you, direct in a discreet package. No awkwardness. you don't need to leave the house. So if you you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code WINC, just pay $5 shipping. That's blue wcom promo code W-I-N-C, to try it free. It's the better, the cheaper, the faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, when you support the Wrestling Inc. sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code W-I-N-C at BlueChew.com. And uh, enjoy. So, let's get back to Money in the Bank. Hey, guys. So, guys, remember the days when you go to Home Depot? And you want that really extra long,
2: really extra long ladder. And every time you go, they're out of stock. Well, not anymore, folks. Now you can go and get the longest, biggest ladder possible. I, I'm just trying to think of what I would have said if I was in your shoes right now. But you're very good at this. You're very good at uh, combining wrestling and what we just watched with the
3: pay-per-views and the TV shows into the ad. Seriously, you're very good at it.
0: It's It's one of the few talents I have. Uh, I, I,
3: I bet you, if we did a show behind a Patreon wall, people would pay just to see Matt having to do the sponsor reads and see if he could think about
0: it. <laughs> I'm <drawing> a hole.
3: <laughs>
0: Before Matt uh, Blue Chew, Matt Morgan was maybe six nine, but he got an extra three <laughs> inches. If you know what I'm saying, after the Blue Chew, this is true. This is true. Um. <laughs> So uh Leonza You're very good at it. Seriously. Well thank You're you good at it. Sorry. Thank you. Uh Leonza Duncan, five bucks. Yes. I love it. They tell you everywhere that anyone can win it or the rumble. Not true. For once it was the taker spot, fire. Like this match, beat down clan reunited. Um, yes, I guess Otis is a good example of anyone can win money in the bank.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, to his point, it absolutely is. There's an unpredictability to it. There's when the match started, I said he has no chance a hell of winning this. Um, especially when he's doing the yes, 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 Daniel Bryan started beating his butt, <laughs> yeah, like the, the non stop comedy spots. There's no way he's gonna win it, right? And he, he did, so he's correct. The unpredictability of it all, right? So, this does put it out there in the uh universe, pun intended, that the next years, next years after, is we can always go back to this person maybe and say, you know what, remember that year Otis won, huh.
1: need to
2: get a prayer in hell of winning. So maybe to that effect, yes. That's why I like uh, live events, by the way, live events when they have people beat somebody that they're not normally supposed to beat. Um, cause it doesn't jive with the TVs. Usually, you know, somebody's constantly uh-huh. like Braun Strowman, it's constantly beating somebody on TV, but then yet somebody rolls them up pre-champion Braun and school boys. Them out of nowhere. One, two, three. I used to do that with Brian Kendrick all the time on live events. I used to always let him school, uh, have him schoolboy me. Um, and then finally it got it made it to tv because it was a really cool unpredictable moment which would actually help increase my character actually as a heel as a jerk bully heel who finally got popped in the mouth you know what i mean like everybody wants to see a bully get popped yeah um i don't know i think i think that uh, comment is correct by the way by the person who said that
0: um I think that, you know, unpredictability is good. It is interesting, too. uh, I I should have screenshotted it. I always forget, to. The WWE survey this week was talking about your enjoyment of wrestling without a crowd versus with a crowd. Unexpected moments. They're asking. Unexpected moments (laughs) seems to be a big thing WWE prides itself on. And it's weird for how much they lean on that. I don't feel like we actually get them as much as they think they give them to us. I agree with you. And I would say that Odin's winning tonight... Unexpected. The way two guys went off the roof and they no sold that like no perspective, no big stunt. Like that was I was expecting someone to go off the roof, but that was like.
1: No.
2: Uh, and also, no offense to Michael Cole, but like, good lord, did somebody like give him sleeping pills? Like, <laughs> when 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 the winners were announced, it was no big thing. It was in your winner, Oscar, uh, miss money in the brief, money in the yeah. bank. It was so uh, monotone. It wasn't like you got to bring the excitement up. The, I, oh, oh we've not pointed this out by the way.
3: I like the music. I did yeah, like the music. music. Work well, and Matt. You're not wrong there. And I think what really makes you disappointed about Michael Cole's call there is there was no commentary during the match. They just let this match speak for itself. So I'm guessing that Cole's audio was something that was done in post production. So for he sure. had he would have had a million takes. Somebody could have been there saying, "Michael, give us more." But yeah, it was very <laughs> flat. Damn it, Cole! He's a money in the bank winner. Make it count. We did not get that.
0: Even Vince, First, Vince was subdued tonight. I feel like it's the thing. He like was. the ideas behind tonight weren't bad, but the execution was was muted almost. You know what I mean? Like I wanted, like they could have gone bigger. They could well, have gone crazier. Uh, Gary Paradise fucked on you. I'm sorry.
2: They had all the time in the world. Yes. They had all the time in the world to do this too. But like, go ahead.
0: Kerry Curtis, Buck 99, main events suck. Double or nothing will kill this pay-per-view easily. I don't know. I, I think um, – I will say – I'll say yeah to that. I'll predict that right now. Yes, it will.
3: Kill well, on, what, on what measurement? Because if you're talking about viewers, the W, WWE the w, – I mean, we don't know that everybody that the WWE Network watches, but WWE Network's got over a million it. viewers. Double or nothing's not going to get a million viewers. I mean,
2: um, newsflash, isn't it? Well, we can't base it on that. If one has a network. You can't right. base that.
1: That's on what that. I'm asking. What are we measuring?
3: What?
2: What I like better, and I'm telling you right now, I'm going to like Double or Nothing better. I know I will.
0: Hmm. It's also expectations. I'm telling you, that main event Wednesday was a great surprise on AEW. W- WWE built this up so much, it never could have lived up to the buildup. Never in a million years. They could have. They could, yes, they could.
2: They could have gotten closed. They had the production ability to do the firefly funhouse fire, phone house, the boneyard match, sure. and other cool things. They have the ability to do it. They chose not to do it here. but they didn't, didn't tell us lied. what
0: those were remember they kept saying firefly funhouse match what's that boneyard match what's that with money in the bank they kept saying they're going to start on the bottom floor they're going to go in the cafeteria they're going to go in the border maybe mr McMahon's office maybe okay. someone's going to go off the roof and yes all those things happened what i'm saying is like if it had been a surprise this was said it. it's going to be a wwe headquarters who the hell knows what's going to happen and then we would have saw the site i feel like they they almost telegraphed every single big moment that happened this is wwe headquarters right Everybody has
2: something in their own minds at home of what that place looks like on the interior, right? That have never been there. So, because of that, use your imaginations, WWE. Open up like the coffin room. That was a great example of it. Yeah. Uh, they should have done that more was a great things design. like that. They should have done cool things like that, where you open the door and it's this, this bizarre world that's in, my, in this room because it's WWE. It's professional wrestling. It's crazy, um, unpredictable. And um, you know what I mean? There's so many cool ways they could have played off of this, especially with a lot of Vince They could have really gone to town on it. Because it's Vince's castle when you think about it.
0: Uh Colt Cohen giving five dollars. He just wants to say Justin, he was saying he didn't mean getting buried, he meant that the casket scene of being thrown off the roof. That's what he was referring to. I love Raj Geary loves that people pay money to disagree. Wait, can you, you put that comments. up so I can read it? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was taking some other little yeah, shots in yeah, I there. Get it right
3: Well, whatever, Colt. $5 five <laughs> for us. Thanks for watching. Jesus. I don't see a dime in that. Well, way. more importantly, <laughs>
2: more, more important, let me ask everybody here a None of us do. Let me ask everybody a question with a sweet spotlight on me now, guys. We're going to be interrogated. Um, but uh, um, here's a question the I've always wanted to ask the fans there. What do you care about if one of them disagree with you or disagree with you? Or you clarifying yourself, we we got to get out of this world that we're in right now, where everybody is so worried about what others think. It's true. It's it's easier said than done, right? No, it It is.
0: I see it on the same token. It's
2: like we are all boys and girls, friends on this show, whether we agree with one another or not. I consider every single one of you that watches and listens to this family for real, even when we disagree. That's what makes yeah. this show different in my opinion than the others. Sincerely, I mean that. There's not been one person on this show that's reached out to me personally about anything personal that I've never not gotten back to ever since i began the show. And it'll never be you know, that will never change. We're all we're all like this family. I always feel I sound corny, but I really do. You you so and I feel embarrassed or weird that you gotta explain yourself
3: ever, guys. You and I do argue like brothers sometimes. I'm talking about our fans. Quit putting quit putting yourself over. <laughs> you are not family to me. This looks pretty this looks pretty sweet, huh folks? What the freak?
2: How do I get this light out of my face and butt does not turn at all? This is so creepy, with Oh that's even worse.
0: Oh man. Okay, so um We've Ooh. talked about the main That'd event, and we'll we'll come back to that and uh, give it a little more detail with our, our added thoughts. But let's just talk about what happened on the rest of this pay-per-view. Jeff Hardy did not face Sheamus, uh, some might have thought, after Friday. Instead, he faced Cesaro on the pre-show. Now, this was yeah. a very long match for a pre-show match, but Jeff Hardy got the win.
2: It, it was a good match, too, for what it's worth. I thought this was a very good match. I just... I can't believe i'm saying this jeff's my buddy i hate saying this i just was not interested in it
0: the whole show felt like a pre-show up until the money in the bank match for the most part even the brand Braun stuff and i like that quite a bit
1: mm, yeah
0: cw flash buck 99 is saying wwe should book aj versus otis for the money in the bank briefcase i think that could absolutely happen friday night
2: okay and aj get it right cw flash do not spend more money to answer me CW flash.
0: um please I'm
2: begging you, get AJ back in the damn main event, or Daniel yeah. Bryan. Daniel Bryan, I'll take Daniel Bryan NDA of the week, please. Yeah,
0: so we'll see. Uh,
2: <laughs> Alistair Black, for those at home, hang on really quick. For those who are like, oh, what about somebody new? Yes, okay, I agree. Alister Black, dude, his stuff looks so damn stiff and good. It's crazy how good his work looks.
3: It, it is. I, you know, the, the one thing I wonder, Matt. That's what I go back to. One visually. Could I see him carrying the briefcase, which is why I, you know, I didn't commit to picking him. And two is like, is his style? Is his style really to use a briefcase to like, essentially, almost sneak attack and pick a st- like? He wants to pick a fight. He's telling people to come at him. That's I love Alex Chirbac because the only thing is the money in the bank. It's just Good. the concept. Of he, having calls, a briefcase.
2: he calls okay. This is Justin. Way too much thought involved. He calls his shot as all he does. sure,
3: sure. simple. He and, calls his shot, right? Yeah. And and some baby faces have done that. I mean R V D did it to John Cena very early on by like the very first money in the bank winner, R V D, right? Uh, he did it to John Cena for Yeah, you know, yeah. Baby faces can call a shot, absolutely. ECW one night stand. Um you know he
2: Whatever gets him up there because he's stuck in that zone that they're not doing a good job of moving him up from.
3: I, I, I don't disagree he's with that he's
2: gotta move up. He's he, he's so damn good, man. And no. he doesn't look like a wimp. He doesn't look like a wuss. He looks like somebody that could kick somebody's ass in a real fight, on top of it, which is so rare in today's life.
3: And on top of that, you know, he has an actual oh story. To, he has a story to tell. Like this is a guy who he's he's alluded to it in a few interviews and such like that. Like this is a guy yeah. who, like, his father was into like cults and things like. Like this guy has a story to tell that like blends in with his character. Um, he's got a mm-hmm. uh, he's got a connection to the dark and the unknown and the underworld. He's he, there's a, there's something there to, to explore. So
2: for those keeping score at home, when he becomes heavyweight champion, you heard it here. Justin Labar was slobbing all over. You heard it. Blue, you. Chew, blue chew it up. This wait no wrong way. <laughs> this
0: guy right here. Can I
2: do um, my Cena? Am I doing my Cena?
3: Blue chew it up.
0: Yes, uh Phil Phil, five dollars super check Canadian. The ratings don't worry me. Don't I can make an excuse me. why people aren't watching live, but the WWE YouTube numbers are horrible. Same view, some views from Raw are at 50k. Uh, I can see that. I explain mean explain that to
2: me. Let's let, let, yeah. let, let, let's let's talk a little bit because I don't understand that. Why that's more is it is that is that a better gauge of people's interest in wrestling?
0: Uh, I think it's a 360 approach, as they say in the business, where um you measure based on a couple of different graphics, right? You uh, measure based on straight ratings on TV. You measure based on DVR numbers, Hulu numbers, YouTube numbers, uh, social shares and content. I think that, you know, like with WrestleMania where they were like, WrestleMania is the most social ever, that they cherry picked that as the best stat because it certainly wasn't the most watched WrestleMania ever. So I think with YouTube, that's something that they need to pay attention to because they've had some clips, especially the Lana Bobby stuff is doing like a million views on YouTube. Isn't
2: that what Raj wouldn't shut up about? Like I remember him saying that fact, like that, that Angle In fact, that hey, look, their ratings up, but their YouTube's doing amazing.
3: Yeah, that's what I remember him saying. Um, yeah, the right. one thing, that, Glenn. I know you, you're, you're, you're more you're more into you, you know more about the analytics than I do, but like. You can see the view count on a YouTube video, but you don't know what the engagement was. I mean, you don't know how long somebody actually did watch the video. They, did they just click play and get basically click baited and then realize, oh, I'm not interested yeah. Like, what was the engagement? If, if the video was two minutes, how much which, of the two minutes did they actually watch? Which, which I like about Facebook.
2: Facebook will show you a little bit more detail how many people yeah. uh, are watching X amount of time of that video. God dang it. Bugs in here again. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. Great point. And also, not that WWE is doing this, but I've seen others
3: that pay for their, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Views and subscribers. Well, one of the biggest, you, this is totally off topic of, like, of running the bank, but I know one of the biggest things that uh, WWE put out, I think, this week was um, from NXT, uh, Scarlett and Karrion Cross's entrance got more views than the title yeah. match between Dream and Cole. Like, it, it like, topped everything. Uh, that, just that entrance.
2: Good job, fans! Hell yeah! Good. I'm
0: glad it did. Me too. Disco Scotty. Five bucks. Very disappointed. The black and red didn't reappear. Staying on top of a hovering DeLorean piloted by Doc Brown. That's that's the comment of the night.
3: Back to the Future Two, two reference. Two,
0: the second one.
3: And what? the
0: al- and the alternate wait.
3: 1985.
0: Uh, okay, Damn bif- it, what am I missing here? Back to the Future 1985 B. Biff has Marty McFly on top of Biff's Pleasure Palace. He's holding a gun to him. Marty jumps off the roof. Biff goes and says, oh, I can't believe he jumped, looks over. Marty is standing on the flying DeLorean.
2: I need to have my 80s movie stud card yanked for me right now for not remembering this. I beat most of the 80s reference. I am humiliated. I don't remember this. Now I do, of course, of him standing on the DeLorean, but still. I apologize to every fan watching worldwide right now. I am so embarrassed right now that I did not remember that.
3: Ah I need to end this right now and leave. They, uh, couldn't, they couldn't match the bullet that killed your old man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Eastern Shore gimmicks, I don't want to get back into it, but uh he's saving five bucks. He's saying if you look at Piper's promo back in the 80s and uh, Ventura, Ooh. they said some racial stuff and stereotypes. But yeah, as Matt oh, pointed yes. out, Mr. McMahon 20 years ago thought it was a good idea to use some of that language. Like times have changed. I think uh it's very now, obvious Don't
2: we think though to the credit the, see, that's the thing, to the credit. And again, guys, I'm never going back to work there. I'm 43 years old. and right? I ain't, ain't going to be wrestling anytime soon. All right? So I have no reason to say this or put them over for it. But when I watch from the outside, like the rest of you do, I think nothing for nothing, but they do a pretty good job of staying on top of things as far as being with the curve and being with the time, so to speak. I really do. So that's why when they do something that's so out of step and out of line with what their original motif is supposed to be, it, you do got to call it and go, come on, that makes no sense. Why would you even do that? But I'm specifically talking about the Ellsworth situation with the women at that time. That's all. Because everything else, they seem to be on top of it, especially what you, you don't see. You got a little taste of it today with what's-his-name talking about uh, the kids uh, uh, not eating school meals, right? Their school oh, with meals Titus, right now, yeah. Starring, oh, right? Almost. With Titus, right? You don't see that. That dude's doing that every day, by the way. Yep. Uh but there's others doing the same type of thing, and WWE especially doing the same type of out there work. Where they're with their community all the freaking time, all the time wherever they go, even especially here in Orlando. And um, they don't—they need to talk more about that stuff because they are on top of the pulse Most importantly, hmm. with with um, social issues, I would I would argue. That's why I'm a little surprised they've not moved forward with what's her name, um, not Sonia. 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 That is a gift wrapped, perfect way to, to, to go into. Has there been has there been an out? Has there been a gay character on WWE television? Yep. Um, it? Like, well, not not like back in the '80s with Adrian Adonis or something being funny. I mean, sincere, seriously.
3: D- d- to, my, to, to my, re- it, my serious. recollection, to my recollection, Darren Young was the first superstar active on WWE to ever admit I but mean, they never address
2: weird. i mean within yeah
3: i mean they never addressed it in their character
0: or the promo no.
2: and i don't know where that would come up to begin with to be fair because it's sexual preference right does it make somebody orientation for them right yes right so 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 w- what i'm saying though is i'm that is one thing i'm surprised with but then i'll move forward with this because again what i said last week is' true it holds true there's millions of little girls out there and boys for that matter that are mm-hmm. confused and whatnot And they could see something like that, man. Oh, my God. Like, I'm getting goosebumps. Not to sound corny, but but it it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. And that's why I get surprised when they don't move forward with something like that. Because they seem to do it with lots of other things, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I would argue that that's what the issue is, Justin, to Matt's point. I think WWE, regardless of the politics of uh, its owners and the people running the show, does present itself as a a fairly woke or evolved company in terms of... Yes, they do. Across the yes. board, so that's where it does. Seem and a little I think more it's going to get, yeah. And
2: I think it'll get better. No offense to Vince, but when Vince upside finally. Because to me, from what I gather, it feels like Stephanie, especially Stephanie and Hunter, are are up to date with all this. I really, it does feel that way to me. And it feels like somewhere in there, you know, screws your man, screws it up.
3: Well, um, and yeah. Stephanie and Stephanie the most because Stephanie. Uh, as the ch- you know, being the, the chief brand officer, she is the most in touch with the world outside of WWE. There's always that joke, and Matt, you would know him the best. There's always that joke of Vince doesn't know anything but wrestling. He doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know yep. pop culture references. But Stephanie is the most. Yep. She's the most influential all person in WWE right. who knows the outside world.
2: Yep, all over it, like flies on you know what. She, she sincerely does, she's so human. Like that yep. sounds weird, but. I remember I got okay. I really cool story. I got just gotten and an, made the announcement that I was going to be getting married. It was in the Connecticut Post, right? I not only got a phone call from Stephanie about that. congratulating me because she was in Greenwich at the time. But then also at my net TV tapers for SmackDown, like she made everybody in the uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Whatever we gathered together for the show meeting, um, yeah, a meeting that we would have before TVs. Congratulate me and clap. And again, I'm a rookie. But I don't want to draw attention to myself still. <laughs> and I was like, oh, stop doing that!" You're me. Um, but that's how down to earth she is, and how human she is. Just a small, small sample of it. And She's like that for every and everybody.
3: Matt, I can further your point. So you, so you were a WWE superstar. So you were one of their talents for a certain amount of years. I have never been that. I have never been a a a a a, a fraction of what you are in terms of the WWE investment. But I had I have obviously covered WWE and I have gotten to um, you know be part of some of the Connor's Cure stuff they do because Connor's Cure is based here in Pittsburgh because that's where Connor um, was from and so they just the hospital there. Well, so I've I've met Stephanie through things like that. I've talked to her, gotten the network with her, very whatever. But obviously, I'm not a WWE superstar a couple of years ago, the, uh, the, the, the cancer society, the American cancer society in the Pittsburgh chapter was doing real men wear pink and they had chose me to be one of the members of the Pittsburgh class. And so our, our job was to try to fundraise and Stephanie McMahon reached out and donated to my fundraising campaign just oh, wow. to help what I was doing. Um, just based upon the, I mean, like, you know, it has no reason to did not want to make it. It did not obviously ask for, ask for headline for it, but like to show you about human, like I'm, I'm nobody in the grand scheme of things, but she just knew about it through what I was doing and offered to help and donated to my campaign for the real men were pink for, for, for breast cancer awareness. Um, so, I mean, I just defer like, like Like you, I mean, you were a superstar. I'm a nobody. So like, it's, you're right. Human is, is a good word.
0: Uh, So, Jared Wilson nine 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 ninety nine nine ninety nine pounds. AJ Styles was hilarious during that match. Everything from looking at the Undertaker picture to being locked in the room with the casket, even his facials, especially during the interaction with Vince. I thought it was really entertaining. It was actually surprised that they put him in so much uh, comedy yeah. here.
2: Me, me too. And that's why the fans earlier are talking about him being buried. I can see why they're they get concerned about that from time to time. But the good news, whether it's good or bad news, no matter how you decide how you look at this, unfortunately, because I do think they should have these matches and these things and these things they put them in, these gimmicks they put them in, should have repercussions. They should be memorable. We shouldn't forget them. But I look at it in an unfortunate way that WWE is this microwave right now where everything goes 100 miles an hour, and we forget these things like that by the next week. So there is no burying anybody anymore, essentially. I believe that. Unless you lose on television for a week, every single week, right? Like back to back to back to back to back to back to back weeks, then yes. Like, what's his name? Who, who's the cruiserweight guy I really, really like? Um, the one and only. That's his
0: Oh, uh, Ricochet.
2: Ricochet. Like, when he was getting buried there, that was pretty obvious he was getting buried there, right? But other than that, it's very quick to forget these things and move on to the next. Again, under her buried AJ Styles in dirt. And I remember the fans going, what does this mean? Is he going to be alive dead? What's going to happen? And it was forgotten about immediately.
0: Uh, Steven Marco 499, saying Alistair is a future WrestleMania main eventer, changed SummerSlam to a beach or park in Florida. Uh, See, and there, then we need, I want Lawler out there making corny jokes about Alistair Black, worried about he's going to get a sunburn because, you know, he's so pale. He doesn't normally see the sun. It's just the first thing that popped in my head. Like that would be the terrible commentary, yeah, right.
3: and I yeah. wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if SummerSlam gets moved to Florida because it's not going to be in Boston as we talked on Wednesday. So I would not be shocked if it gets right. to Florida, and not the PC, but I, I could see Vince trying to get into an arena uh, or somewhere in, in Florida, Daytona,
2: Daytona, Daytona Beach. You know, there's different places. Yeah.
0: Uh, Leon's a dunkin' five bucks, saying not you, Matt, but I feel some AEW fans will crap on the Otis win, but if Orange Cassidy won the ladder match next weekend, they'd love it. Some hate WWE no matter what.
2: Now, to be fair, I would crap on Orange Cassidy winning in a similar situation if all things were equal. Just want to make sure I, t- I tell you, yeah, because I don't want to be talking at one side of my ass and then not the other that's not fair um matt you know, talks out like of both sides of his
0: ass both sides of his ass so he speaks out of uh tj Pommel. thank
2: you for highlighting that question. for those that didn't hear it the first time i appreciate you saying it again awesome
0: margaritas and the belly
2: no excuse continue
0: when the ice melts it's like second drink Anyhow, uh, TJ Tail saying, I watched the podcast just to see Justin and Glenn get a pop out of Matt, keep up the great content, possibly defect to your own Patreon. Let me just make it clear. There's no <laughs> defecting. There's no oh,
3: leaving. wait, wait, wait. wait <laughs> oh, wait, man. Wait. Oh, wait, what?
0: <laughs>
2: I want to read this again. Possibly defect to your own Patreon? Question mark, question mark, question mark. So that's a very inquisitive person right there with, you know, asking really good questions. Hard-hitting questions that Glenn, we should be answering.
0: I just want to make it clear that we will never stop doing this podcast. And anything that we do additional, whether it's an extra show or uh, this right. rumored Patreon idea, will be in addition to all of this free content we do three times a week. Well, and four when there's a pay-per-view for Wrestling Inc. Can
2: I ask a quick question, Glenn? Sure. It's okay. I know you, I'm not trying to get off topic. <laughs> but um it's easier to do it here than yes. it's easier to do it here than it is on Twitter for me. It just is. Um yeah. folks at home that are watching this, if, if we did do something we wanna talk about things that are non-wrestling related. Video games, 80s movies, funny bleep that you all pop the most for, essentially. What are some of the subjects you guys would like to hear us talk about? The three of us right here. Let please let me know and let us know through the super chat if you could, please.
0: Yeah, or the chat or tweet us or I no idea. Uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to go off topic. That would be a good name for the podcast. Uh, it would literally, just be everything. Everything's off topic. Actually, wouldn't be be like you... best? Of yeah.
2: What are we doing here?
0: No, wait, guys. I have an idea. That. We'll say we're going to do an off-topic podcast about everything else, and then we just keep getting sidetracked talking about wrestling the whole time. <laughs> just flipping around.
2: Uh, if wrestling, if wrestling were only interesting enough to do that.
0: It'll be like uh introduction to the opposites on you can't do that in television. Um dating myself with that reference.
1: <laughs> so uh I got it.
0: You get it, you understand. So Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro on the pre-show. Here we are, an hour into the show. No,
1: no, no, Just say
0: who won. We're not talking about it.
1: <laughs> Jeff Hardy won.
0: Then we had the Miz and Morrison versus the New Day versus the Forgotten Sons versus Lucha House Party and a fatal four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team Champion chips with the New Day. Retaining the titles,
2: I didn't like this. I again want Miz and Morrison to be the champions, but whatever.
0: Okay, no, I think that's fair. Um, this was a good match, I mean, but all of this just felt like pre show, mm-hmm. man. Like, I, I it was hard, it was hard to yeah. care about anything. And then, why did they do our truth versus MVP, which turned into our truth versus Bobby Lashley?
3: My guess, I start of an right. MVP the start of an MVP stable. I could see him MVP leading a stable that has like a, a Lashley. And he's been, he's had those other couple guys on raw recently. I could see this being the start of that.
0: Um, then we, so Bobby, Lashley, great talker. Yeah. Yes. Bobby Lashley won that match. We did see the Tamina promo finally on the pre-show tonight. Uh, but then tonight we had Bailey versus they, Tamina. I'm sorry.
2: They heard us. That's why they finally yeah. heard us.
0: It was good. Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, this was a pretty good match, I thought. Bailey ended up winning. They made it seem like Tamina had the win. Uh, but Bailey countered a Samoan drop for the pin in the win. Um, I, I, t- which I don't was, think... it was good. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. go oh, Tamina's right. run should not end with this. I'm afraid that this was the last right. of Tamina in the title picture, but it should not end. I think... Um, in some ways, ooh, here's a weird concept considering that they both got family ties to the wrestling business. I think Tamina is actually more who they want Nia Jax to be. I think Tamina already is that performer.
2: Yes. A hundred percent. That's a great point out. Hang on, let me finish this because he got me off. Justin. Um, was that I do think, uh, uh, Glenn, that they will keep doing something with her because of how much they protected her in that finish. If they're not going to protect somebody, And just, like, let him just do the job clean. That's one thing. That's not what happened here. She had her move completely, you know what I mean, like, last second rolled up real quick kind of a thing. And uh, that was not, like, a big win for the heel, like, you know what I mean? She didn't just get her with a foot on her chest kind of deal. She um, had, you know what I mean, she kind of not cheated, but. Got lucky, slipped on a banana peel. It's the proverbial banana peel that Tamina slipped on, which is how you protect big guys and big girls and talents you want to protect because you have bigger plans for. I hope. I hope they do. I hope they do. But knowing their track
3: record, I'm concerned they won't. I mean, the biggest problem that Tamina's ran into is is just been injury. You know, that's been the biggest thing. You know, like I to me, to, you know, like uh, the entire locker room looks up to her from what I've heard. I mean, she's obviously, yeah. she's, she, you know, she comes from a wrestling family, she's athletic, you know, she's not like all uh, the majority of the girls, you know, the the model. Everything cool she's look. not like most girls, she's not like most girls, yeah, she's like the night. Nine- um, good, 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 good pull there, Glenn. Uh, but it, but I it just, it, she's been injured so much. That's it, every time I think they've tried and we've gotten a match or two with her, it's there's been an injury that's come down. So I think if she can stay healthy in this time period, yeah, keep, keep. Keep her in the picture somehow. Yeah, she's
1: good.
0: And Matt, I think you're right. They protect her a bit with the finish. Keith Robinson, a buck 99 saying, waiting for Raj to create, not wrestling Inc. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the super chat. And let's see. What else? Uh, oh, uh, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. So... They brought the muscle man back on the bump this week. I saw that clip today. Someone tweeted at me, and I retweeted it. Um, Bra uh, Bray coming out in the sweater tonight, uh, trying to give the mask to Braun Strowman. Braun seems like he's going along with it, like he's under Wyatt's control, and then he snaps out of it and then wins via pinfall to retain the universal championship. Uh, Matt, how do you think uh, this went as far as uh, a chapter, not, a, uh, not the end? I
2: hope people forget about it. Um, I, I just don't like seeing Bray lose, even in the Bray character. I know why it makes sense versus The Fiend. I just don't ever want to see The Fiend or Bray lose. And I love Braun Strowman. I've been begging for him to be champion for years now. I just don't think they should have gone there right away. They could have waited for this storyline to develop more. And this could have been a WrestleMania blow-off type of deal. And it still could for all we know. Who the hell knows? But I still would have lined up more people for him just to mow through convincingly and have this great world championship run to where finally Braun starts screwing with him, getting in his head. And then what we saw happen starts to happen. But not right away. This is his first feud, right, after winning the championship, and it's already
3: to Braun? I mean, to Bray? Yeah. Like,
2: come on. Give me some – give me give me a little play here, WWE. Good Lord.
3: Yeah, no, Matt, I agree with you. I would rather see – Braun uh, had this title, and then next year on the road to Mania after Rumble is when Bray and the Fiend start to poke and prod at him. I agree with that. I think you could find so many other people do, that Braun could do programs with. But that said, they've obviously they've obviously decided to do this, and they did do it. Decided to go with it. Yeah. Would, you, would, would you agree with me, Matt, that the only other modern comparison we have to the Bray-Fiend uh, dynamic is the Finn Balor demon? And it got to the point to where... Finn could only win when he was the demon. Finn Balor as regular was just kind of ah, eh. and I'm talking before he went back to NXT. I don't feel like Bray Wyatt in the red sweater is ah. Eh. I feel like obviously the Fiend's more interesting, but Bray mean. in the sweater, it still feels like he has some mental connection with the Fiend, and and, and like I feel like Bray in the sweater is still credible, basically.
2: He he, and me too. That's why I don't like seeing him lose.
3: Yeah, but it's better than like Finn versus the Demon. Finn Balor, I could care less about. And I was like, oh, he's going to lose. But the Demon's the only time I felt yeah. okay. that he
2: win. Real quick, Glenn, I'm going to do a grammatical correction for not just Justin, but every wrestler in America that says this incorrectly. I care. Hey, Matt Morgan, tell you got a match versus AJ Styles. He says he's going to chop you down the sides. Matt Morgan. Look, I could care less about what A.J. Styles has to say about me. That is the wrong way to say it. It's I couldn't care less. I couldn't care any less. Noted yes. Like how dramatic I got to, to, to for the grammatical correction. <laughs> Good.
0: Here we go, hey, do we have anybody? Off.
2: do we have any <laughs> do we have any super chat about what subjects?
0: Oh uh Jared Wilson be? buck ninety-nine pounds saying the three of you rewatching Nitros would be a blast. Just about wrestling. Uh, sure. surprised
2: he said wrestling. I would do that, but I'm surprised he said wrestling.
0: No, so people are uh, people are talking in the chat room. I want to. I mean, I'm assuming people we saw on Twitter, Matt, video games. People want video games. They want movies. Yes. They want pop culture. Yes. Uh, pop yeah, culture. I think. Uh, yep. You know, I I think maybe not set topics. Maybe maybe that's the idea. Maybe the idea is that it's an off-topic show with no agenda, but uh, just freestyle. And we're just talking about stuff. You know, Matt, I think uh, there's stuff in your background, your stories. Actually, all three of us have very interesting pasts that would be very interesting to delve into. And dare I say, I think there are even some life lessons and some things that uh, the Utes uh, might learn a thing or two hearing about each of our journeys and the ways that we've uh, each made in our respective fields.
2: I almost died seven different times. I should, sir. Sure hope so. Hope you all are paying attention at home when we talk about addiction.
0: Yes.
3: Glenn, go refill your margarita. The glass <laughs> is empty.
0: I'm waiting for the ice to melt and just getting that sweet, sweet residue. I gotta drink some water. I gotta stay hydrated. It's very important. Hydrate your body at all what times. What do you all?
2: What What do you What do you all at home think about up close and personal gland face tonight on the uh, <laughs> podcast?
0: I'm just trying to line up the eye line. See if I go to this. Yes. Okay. There we go. That's better. We're, we're even. Now we even. Justin screws it, head
2: head screws it up. Big head mode
0: is off. Big head mode is off.
3: Look. How, what do I say? His head's taller than ours. Yeah, Justin. like you gotta get your head shorter. You gotta, you gotta yeah. Come down. Tell your camera. Because I don't. Because I don't need everybody looking up at my freaking chin. This is not, not a go. good angle. This is not a good angle. It, it, you got to learn to do the pose. Oh, terrible angle. Okay.
2: I, <laughs> I would clown you if it was true. I promise it's not true what you just said.
0: Here's a little life lesson for free I'm going to give the kids. If you look at any photo of me that's ever been taken, here's what you do. Okay, One, you learn to sort of get your posture straight, Okay, shoulders back, stick your chin out just a little bit until your head a little bit when you're taking a photo, and that reduces the double chin. Look at every photo of me, and you will see that is what I'm and, doing in the photo.
3: And look, from every Instagram model ever, you want the camera up, Okay, yes, up. True. Oh, well, I don't there we need go. it looking
0: up at me. I want the camera up. Yeah, you want an right? elevated uh, camera angle looking yeah. down.
3: It's very I'm, I'm trying to stay eye-line with the camera. Where the hell
2: am I right now? Where am I? I don't know. Fans, anybody want to pay ninety nine and tell me where I am right now? Because this is like bizarre over right now. $2.99, you can tell us. <laughs>
0: Uh, TJ Pimel with Buck guy saying, just shoot the breeze. Yes. I think we just talk about what's going on. Uh, Martin Malone what's saying that? you guys are awesome content. Secondary, just keep doing you. Can, Thank you.
3: Can I ask the fans no, this? Cause since we're kind of like getting this open no. forum. It's like a town hall. Nope. 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 Can,
2: yeah.
3: can I not?
1: What the hell?
3: Yeah. Fans. What the hell is it, yeah. ab- is, is it about us talking about other topics like movies or whatever, or is it just that like you watch us talk about wrestling and it's fun to just hear about us dive into our, backgrounds and lives and interests no. where is it well that you can't no 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 you add cool things and
2: exciting things that they may be interested to wrestling get rid of us part of the wrestling part for content purposes would you rather hear about us talking about wrestling or would you rather hear us talk about everything under the sun no rhyme or reason freestyling personal stuff about us Matt, yeah, the right, reason right.
3: I the reason I add us in it is because if you go out in the podcast world, there's a million podcasts. There's there's podcasts, There's a podcast. I'm sure it's dedicated That's just why, to Back I to the I Future. I want
2: to talk about wrestling. That's why right. So what wrestling.
3: I'm at. What I'm saying is there's podcasts dedicated just to Back to the Future, just to video game. So is it because they found us through wrestling and they just want to dive deeper with us?
2: That's oh, my, my point.
3: God. Oh my God. Dude, uh,
2: you are literally the definition. out. You're literally the definition. Of the phrase, a stabbing after the shooting. You really are. You really, you really are.
0: <laughs> Elaborate. Ross McLean, a buck 99. Uh, all the British fans tonight showing out saying, how about you guys uh, go head to head on trivia? I mean, that could be okay. It could be an aspect of it. Glenn would smoke us. Glenn would beat us like in like the first five seconds probably. Yeah, I know like painstaking details about Back to the Future. I might have a little trouble uh, finding uh, China on a map. You know, let's Glenn just say I was. You can
2: say the alphabet backwards. He is the first human being on God's green earth that if he gets pulled over by his police officer and has to backwards, he can't do it.
3: You
0: just need to
2: visualize I it in your head.
3: Go ahead, do it now. It's impossible. Z Y
0: X. Oh, now I'm fucked up. You put me on the spot. Yeah. Z-Y-X. You're arrested. You're, arrested.
3: W- You're done. W
0: V U T S. R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C B A.
2: Wow. Okay. You screwed up terrible. but you can, Yeah. Really it's the beginning
0: that, the d- honestly, it's always W, X, Y, and Z
3: that yeah. always screw me up.
0: You could
3: be, be my DD then. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Separate yeah. tangent to this, though, is that alcohol affects people <laughs> differently. And I would argue that for me, part of the reason I don't drink is I, it's very easy for me to get drunk. It's exceptionally easy for me to get drunk. Like a little bit of alcohol, I get very drunk. So for me, my yeah. readings on this the fact I own a breathalyzer. And the reason why is I was curious. I was curious to know, yeah. does that register on the test? And it does. But I'm saying is like just because your blood alcohol level is one thing does not always uh, reflect necessarily the same for each person. It's different. Matt, you're a big guy. It would probably take a lot more for you to get drunk, given just uh, your size and metabolism.
2: Well, it's weird. It's not weird because I'm an addict, right? You would think that would be something that's out there in the open. You can go drink anywhere, essentially, right? It's not an illegal thing to do. And you think that would be the next thing I would have went to with my addiction. But I don't know. I think it's about, for me, maybe it's me being so super into myself, maybe with bodybuilding and (laughs) fitness. That and it never caught me. I'm very, very grateful for that because I have alcoholism in my family big time. So, uh, I'm grateful for that. I never dug drinking, I don't like the taste of it. And I'll do it if somebody it's like a special event and somebody like gets me a beer or something like that and wants to do it, do cheers
3: or something like that. I will do that, but uh, yeah, I've never been into it.
1: See, I understand.
3: I, I, I don't see, but people that mellow out with marijuana or whatever else, that never did it for me. But, but to me, having the drink was the only thing that ever was. Satisfying or just like relaxing or calming for a celebration. So, um. when Meryl,
2: my brother's name, there's many people like that. Many people like that. But justin, yeah.
0: We're getting a little loose with it because we're an hour and 15 uh, in. So, uh, let me tell you, when marijuana became legal in California, I was like, I haven't done this since I was in my early 20s. This is going to be awesome. And I went and I bought way too much legal marijuana. And after like two nights, I was like, I can't do this. I can't live like this. How do people function? was just too much i don't
2: know my 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 roommate in college was phenomenal at basketball he was so damn talented he would would only be able to memorize our plays high no joke and without it he was a completely i'm being so sincere he was a completely different player i'm not exaggerating that and in my head i was always so impressed by that in a weird way because i'm like how do you how are you able to you know what i mean uh, only do it that way. But it was really impressive. Like the whole team would know about it. and They're just like, "How do you do this, dude? That's in, that's incredible." Like same thing I say about wrestlers that do it that way. I'm like, "How do you memorize what we're gonna do in the match?" Like, good lord.
0: I always, I'm very impressed with people's Again, ability to memorize the spots.
2: The the answer is because just like alcohol, it hurts everybody differently.
0: Uh, def-
2: that's why you gotta pay close attention to how all of these things affect you. Yes. Specifically you, not other people's stories, but you yourself.
0: Deathtronic 78, just $2, just because. Thank you. Uh, Antoine Fair, $2, saying you are in tight zone. Thank you. Uh, so, oh, uh, game, buck 99 I, mean? I don't know. <coughs> Antoine, explain your comment. Don't pay to explain your comment. Just explain your comment. Gratis. Uh, game, buck <laughs> 99 saying Justin is sexier with the camera down. Justin, hit us with that top-down angle once again there. And when we start our OnlyFans account, you're going to be able to get tons <laughs> uh, of top-down uh, angles, from Justin Leebard, God no, everything you wanted to see and more on our OnlyFans account. What was the
2: next match, please? Oh, hold well, on, um, Brandon
0: Hall, five dollars. I'd rather you talk about anything, and wrestling can be secondary. Thank you, Brandon. Um, then does that mean we can stop talking about the show? We got just a few. Actually, I think we only got one more match to talk about. But so Brave versus Braun, we talked about it. I like this it's tonight. Weird. I think there's a lot more they can do with this. That could be cool. It could be good.
2: Yes, a I'm lot in favor. More, a lot more. And I think they're going to because they got too much success with the first time they did the fun, the fight fun, fun, fun with Cena.
3: And it should be noted, we we wondered going into this what was the next show. Uh, they did advertise that back they're gonna do a backlash pay-per-view in June. So a lot of us wondered, are they gonna, so they have another pay-per-view next month they're gonna build too? So
1: good. That's King Rob
0: five bucks. Braun should be a heel champ. I think he would develop better. He seems stiff as a face as promos alone. Yes. in my opinion. Yes.
2: Yes. I have told you guys this from day one. The hardest thing for a bigger guy to do, it's impossible. Actually, Glenn Jacobs told me it is just about impossible. When I asked him that as a rookie before I got called up to the main roster, um, he was my, one of my favorite big man, him and Undertaker. And I said, how do I get sympathy as a babyface when selling? And he's like, Matt, it will never be about people legitimately believing you're in jeopardy unless it's me waffling you with chair shots or something mm. that's different. But in real life, No one's going to be sitting there going, oh, my God, so sally Did you see Matt just get punched in the face? And then we're going to come back. Oh, no, what are we going to do? Come on, Matt. Morgan. Morgan. That's never going to happen for me. Instead, for bigger guys, what's going to happen, Glenn explained to me at the time, I didn't understand it because I was still too new, was it's about the anticipation of the big man coming up and making his comeback. And finally, so the fans almost hit the pause button during that part of the match and look at their watches and go, all right, I'll give this another minute before I start getting annoyed with this and the big guy doesn't get the freak up already and stop selling AJ Styles' weak punches to his forehead and start annihilating him. Um, that's when you start getting the Morgan chance going. That for me specifically, I'm talking at TNA, for example, that was what it would feel like, and that's what it was. It was like, we don't really believe you're in jeopardy right now. Come on, dude, let's just get to the good stuff. We start going for the carbon footprint, the elevator, and all the cool big power moves. Let's go. Um so it's more than anticipation. So because of that formula, it's harder for a big guy to get over as a baby face. And I don't mean big guy like Brock Lesnar. I mean a giant. I mean Braun Strowman. I mean Undertaker. I mean Kane. I mean guys like that that don't have built-in gimmicks either, um, like Braun doesn't have. So he's done a great job, to be fair to him, an amazing job of fixing figuring something out on his own on getting over as a face. The real money in Braun is no question about it to me as a heel, because he is the epitome. Epitome of Biff Tannen, of Brawny, of you know, the big jerky bully, um, that everybody can relate to back in grade school. You know, he just physically he looks that way compared to everybody else. It is built in heat because of that. It'll be easier to hate him than like him, in my opinion.
3: Uh, Matt, I think the one thing that's you're right about that, and it's 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 you know, Brawn's kind of an anomaly. The thing that I've always thought that he did you know, best, he is. The thing that Braun has done best, surviving as a babyface for at this point now longer than a heel, is that he does not come mm-hmm. off as the fi faux fum. Part of it is like the humor, or whatever, yeah. and, and all the verbal he does, and you know the spots he does of running around the ring a couple times before he shoulder tackles you. He, he has a it's, maybe it's a slice as a comedy, but he kind of he it, no, it, he but ha- it, it brings he has a little bit of moments
2: his match. Yes, he has moments in the match. that He is set up like the run around the ring. It's a call that brings fans emotional yes. investment to the match. Yeah, yeah. it's not sympathy, but, but every top baby yeah. face has got gets to a point yeah. where they have to have sympathy right. from that audience during the middle of the heat. Shawn right. Michaels, um, and the list goes on and, on and on. Stone Cold, even even though he's a kick-ass badass, you know what? People had sympathy for him when he's sitting there bleeding in the middle of the ring and flip the double birds off, there's, you know, they're oh. like, Oh my God, I'm a bad one. And then he comes to character giving the double birds off. It's like, Oh, that's my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as a bigger guy, it's tough to do that just as naturally.
0: That makes sense. Antoine fair $5 saying, don't tell me what to do, Glenn. I pay for what I want. sir." <laughs> LOL. I'm not using reverse psychology. Uh, it was a typo. He's saying Matt asked where he was. He said, sir, you have entered the twilight zone. Matt's in the twilight zone. Perhaps that's where uh, I am. Yeah,
2: thank you for thank you, Antoine. That's why I felt I was there for the little stint there on the podcast. there. yes, we'll call
0: Antoine. Uh, TJ Pamel Buck 99 says Justin Cena Labar. Uh, I am air wow. says two bucks. Wants to talk about the Alberto Del Rio <laughs> story. We can hit maybe that in the news at the end, but Wrestling Inc. has the complete story. I don't think there's any real analysis to give on it? that. I mean, well, I mean, we'll give the details at the end of the show. I'm Aaron. It is in the news. Wrestling okay. Inc has the complete story, but uh, again, we try to let's, talk about things that we can analyze it. or often of an inside. I mean, this is—it's just, just—it's a, a horrible well, we could do situation. After. We did it We do yeah. it.
2: Let's do it after because I have no idea what the hell it is. So let's okay. get it, finish the rest of this podcast. Yes,
0: uh, yes. Uh, but let's talk about Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. You said uh, one
2: more. That's not one more.
0: That's one more. That's the what Well, you want to talk about the? You want to talk about the Money in the Bank match again? Oh, we already did it, then, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. We already talked about so Drew versus Seth, Drew retains mm-hmm. and uh the handshake after I thought really was the most qu- surprising part.
2: It was. Let me ask you one more question. What did you think of Seth's entrance?
0: Uh in which regard? It's a completely different setup. Oh, oh yeah, with the <clears throat> Messiah thing. Um I think this I've never liked this Messiah gimmick. I've never liked it.
3: Yeah. Okay. And
2: have I just been fast? I, I generally, I, I when I watch Raw back, it's usually I let it run for twenty minutes before I watch it, so I can fast forward through all the commercials. So I think I've made, unless I missed this, did Seth Rollins already been has he already been doing this entrance on Raw?
0: I think he has. I feel like it's been a while since I've heard "Burn It Down."
2: Then I missed it. Then I missed it. I apologize. Um, it sounds so generic. First time seeing it. So. It's weird. I don't know about. I don't. I don't know why they think he needs this. I really don't. I don't get it. It's somebody like that's new. I could see needing it and whatnot. He's an established character. I don't get why they think he needs this.
3: Well, and the biggest, the biggest problem I have with it now is that when it started, I mean, I wasn't crazy about it, but when it started, he's like this religious cult leader. So he had Buddy Murphy. He, of a had, group,
1: a- of a he had AOP. Yeah. Well,
3: the one guy of AOP got hurt, so they pulled both of them off. Now he just says Buddy Mur." It just, it just doesn't on. connect. You know? I don't know.
2: Why did the other have to be pulled off? That's BS. Uh, it's like when Nathan Jones quit, we were going to Mania 20 when we were going to win the world tag titles. Can you believe that, folks? Against the world's greatest tag team. They were going to be the champions. We were going to beat them. Um, WrestleMania 20, all places, MSG, my backyard. And Nathan quit in Australia. And then that completely derailed me. Um, I don't like when you do that. You know what I mean? Like, just why can't that guy still be part of that storyline? I don't get why they have to have two. The guy's still a monster by himself.
3: Oh. Being in tag teams is dangerous. Something happens. Somebody gets injured. Somebody gets suspended. Whatever. Tag teams are dangerous. You're relying on somebody else.
2: Oh, hey, let me know when we're done because i got a question to ask about tag teams. Remind me that.
0: Okay. So the most important thing I took away from this uh, was that yeah. Drew put out his hand for Seth Rollins after and said, you're the man, but not this night. I mean, no, yeah, no, no,
2: if I was in the arena and I love me some Drew McIntyre, um, I would be going, no, 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 as loud as I could, even if I was the only one in the arena by myself. Come on, no, you're cool, Drew, you need to do this stupid, gimmicky, squeaky clean crap. No. Yeah. They're trying to turn him into Brave... Dude, they're trying to turn him into, like, what's his name? Braveheart. I could totally see Vince braveheart. thinking he's Braveheart or something corny like that. It's going to come don't...
0: out. You could you could take my belt, but you'll never take my freedom. Oh, well, that's coming. You think it ain't? That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and then the Money in the Bank match that we talked about earlier, which, when I'm thinking about it, like, it was... There were some good moments. The whole idea was fun. It just, it wasn't cool necessarily. And it could could have been really cool. We thought
2: it could be. Yeah. Yes. And um, happy for um, our girl, Asuka, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Gets her back where she's belonged this whole damn time. In the main event picture, hopefully. Um, Not so sold on Otis winning it. We've already discussed that. Really quick. I saw EC3 on Twitter. Yeah. Um, doing some gimmick about uh Dash and Wilder is that real, or well, I mean, what was that?
0: I don't know, Justin.
2: Justin, come back.
0: President Justin Japanese has Deuce, just folks. left this podcast. Uh, so. King Rail five dollars. Mm. I I know what you're referring to, but I don't know the details. Uh, Seth needs to have a ministry type stable to make his gimmick work. Yeah, but if Drew yes. is a disciple of yes. Seth, like it's over for Drew.
2: Oh, that's not what I got out of that. You think that that he shook his hand because he's going to be a
0: disciple? I don't know what they're doing with it. It's just the whole thing's weird. I thought doing. he was
2: just being a baby face. I thought he was being an over the top baby face, being a good sport, which I don't like. Yes. Hey, really quick. Justin, EC3 EC3, talking about Dash and Wilder on that Twitter promo. What's that about?
3: I didn't see that. What did you say?
0: Oh, you guys suck. <sighs> EC3 has been posting a lot of stuff. I think he did something involving Dash and Wilder. I, I saw it, but I don't know the deal. I didn't watch it closely, he, but I scrolled by it.
2: All right. It was really well done. It was very – oh, Jesus. It was – Find this one more time. I'm gonna. Uh, He he did this thing on Twitter. I'm disappointed you guys didn't see it because you guys are on Twitter way more than I am. I don't know how I saw it. You all didn't. Um, He does his black and white promo. It was really, really done well. High high production value, I would say. Um, Similar to John um, Moxley's get out of jail gimmick when he first left WWE. It had that same aesthetic, gritty feel to it. He's has a goatee. He's darker looking, if that makes sense, like a little scarier looking. Uh, shaved head. Looks like a badass. And he's talking about Dash and Wilder and about how he says their names, the Revolt, and what they're going to be doing in wrestling, some crap like that. My question is, are the three of them a group now, and are they going to AEW?
1: Uh, Come on, wrestling
2: newsman.
3: <sighs> Who?
2: Nothing. You haven't heard any of you. You haven't heard any of this. No,
3: no, I haven't. I haven't.
2: All right, fans in the chat room. I know I can rely on you all. Can you please get paid to, to tell us this answer? Just tell us what is the answer. Does that mean they're going to AEW the three of them, or is it? Do we know even? I mean, I
3: think the revolts a lock. I know you're the being the elite aficionado, and there was the FTR and the guy, So I would assume they are. And on
2: Cody's. Anna and on Cody's coffee cup.
3: But Anna I would not have Cody the revolt at this point. Everything's kind of week to week. I would not have the revolt debut in AEW totally until the not. Bucks are back. Fans are back. Well, not even the fans, the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks oh, are still in California.
0: It should be at double or nothing. It should be at the end. It should be like the Mosley
3: spot at double or nothing. Yeah, but I but I are are the Bucks for sure a double or nothing? Oh, yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure they'll be a double or nothing.
3: I mean wait, have... wait,
0: wait, 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 wait.
2: Why
3: can't the Bucks come? The Bucks have been in California since they start. Since this whole thing started, since uh, the Bucks have not been in any of those tapings in Georgia. They weren't at Daly's place because one of them has a newborn. They have stayed for safety reasons in California. So the Bucks have not been to TV. So but I would—they're
2: not, but they're, they're legally allowed to go there, though. Correct? I Oh no, no, they're
3: allowed, but they just haven't by choice. Have not. Okay. So I'm saying right, until, well, they're, until they're until they're there, different.
2: you know. Okay, well, that's going to be maybe a little different story when there's a money feud that can make their careers even better, which I
3: do believe the revolt is. For them sure. When the revolt shows up to, to uh, AEW, that's the story you want, is, is, is the no-flips-just-fist guys up against the but, Young Bucks. But, but it really
2: would have so much more value, you guys, with fans there. Because just the four of them in the ring, staring across from one another, not touching, not touch. Sure. The fans will lose their bleep. Yeah. And to be a memorable moment. I would not waste it until you're able to have fans back in the yeah. arena.
3: But, Matt, I completely but agree with you. I want to know what
2: EC3's connection is to this.
3: And, and Matt, I totally agree with you. It's like it's things that you don't want to waste in front of no fans. But given the unknown timetable – do you just keep the revolt yeah. off for nine months, waiting until you have an arena full of right, fans?
2: I, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I, I'm going to predict in the next two months we will have fans. Okay. That's just my prediction. I
3: don't know anything specifically. That's just my opinion. It's not a bad prediction. Hell, they had a couple dozen fans this past Wednesday, which we talked about, so they're yeah. already a step in that direction. Um, Jordan <laughs> Wilson...
0: 499 euros saying matt speaking openly and honestly about addiction is awesome it's made me not ashamed of talking about my past addiction to alcohol i'm seven years sober
3: congratulations
2: dude that's good oh that boy jerry that's what i'm talking about Congrats, right, yeah. man. good stuff jerry oh, That's absolutely. harder in his defense alcohol could be in my opinion all addictions hard but especially alcoholism because you it's prevalent it's everywhere you look there you yeah you'll get it anywhere my my drug, yes, doctors give it to me, but so could people on the street. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't I have to go certain places to get it. Alcohol, bro, you get that everywhere. Good for you, Jared. Seven years, damn. Oh, you yeah. should of yourself.
0: We don't shame alcohol at all, which is I think is what makes it so much more dangerous. I mean it's not I mean it's like cigarettes. You know, people will uh, give you a hard time about alcohol, nobody says anything. And I think that, yeah, with it being so readily available, it's very easy for you to call on that. So seven years, congrats, man. Uh we saw a new hacker promo it's tonight. Crazy strong. No, yes,
2: absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah, the hacker. Promo. I know. I'm trying, Matt. I'm trying. Holding We're on. We're done. It's done. We're an hour and 34 in. 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 We don't have to try anymore. anymore. Disco Scotty, two bucks, and get to the important stuff. Our truth and Tom Brady. That's right. Our truth's coming for the 24 7 championship, trying to get it back.
2: There you go, Disco Scotty. You could have just texted me that question, by the way.
3: Texting <laughs> <and> Matt. <laughs>
0: Uh so we talked I about him. I know I know okay. I know Scotty.
2: So He's a I still don't know why he insists on spending money that he does not have on this show instead of just texting me.
3: He thinks the money's going to you, Matt.
2: You're welcome, Kathleen, by the way. <laughs> All
3: right, well just what's the next.
2: Okay, part? uh well that's I mean news. that we talked yeah, about money
0: in the there. bank now, so let's talk about some news.
3: Well, I'm not the only news that I think is even beyond. I know everybody kept asking about it, so we'll say. And the full details on Wrestling Inc., I'm not going to go through all of it. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, former WWE star, uh, was arrested and charged with sexual assault and second-degree felony. Damn. His bond was set at $50,000 at the record show, uh, and he posted that bond. It shows around 3.30 on Sunday, three, so 3.30 this morning. Uh, news 4 San Antonio reports. An affidavit for Del Rio, whose uh, real name, Jose Rodriguez, uh, gave a graphic detail of the incident. Court documents state that the victim had been assaulted by Del Rio on more than one occasion. You can go to Wrestling Inc. and read more of it. Basically, it's a it's a, a girl that, that he's involved in a relationship with. Uh, she claims uh, abuse. Uh, she claims some quotes of what Del Rio said, even regarding her son. Um, just a little back story. Uh, you know, This is not the first time, unfortunately, Del Rio has been popped up in the news back in, I think it was 2017. When he was still dating uh, Page in WWE, oh, yeah, right. there was some, some assault uh, allegations. So uh, not a good look there for, for wrestling for him.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't think we're going to see him back uh, in a major promotion after this.
3: But, but Wrestling Inc, I, I gave, hey, you, the, he, I gave he, you the clip he, notes. Wrestling Inc has the full, better, quoted and cited details of everything.
2: Right. Now, he's older than I am, right?
3: Yeah, he's... Right? Yeah, I think... So he 40, wasn't going to be coming back the Well, it's funny. Well, comedy. well, Matt, the reason that, that Glenn might say that is Del Rio has kind of been notorious in the last couple of years. There's always been an interview about once a year where he says and claims that Triple H events have a plan for him to come back, and he's in talks. So he, he always kind of says there's plans for him to come back, but obviously nothing's really materialized, at least in the last couple of years. So um, he is... Uh, on May 25th, he turns 43,
2: Oh, so I am oh. older. I'm older by almost a year. Okay.
3: So go to wrestling. I mean,
2: he's still technically. you still good. Li- listen to you, shills. What? You both ashamed of yourselves right now, you shills. What? You're at rags listen to your two shills selling your site for you.
0: No, I'm, I'm saying it, Matt, because it's it's a heinous crime. You made threats against a woman's child. It's really more details. Yes, is more is more details, and that I feel have like to
2: do with you on where to go.
0: Well, no, what I'm saying is go there. If you really want to know about this, like I'm saying is that we are privileged. We are fortunate. We are not a news podcast. We do not have to renew source. we one news. I think this is reprehensible. Uh, what he's accused of and being charged with here. Like I just saying it's and this is a, quite frankly, um, a, a really shitty down note. And it's a horrible thing he did, but I really don't want to end the podcast on this. So, Matt, I'm sorry. I'm not showing for wrestling. Inc. I'm no. saying anything. if you want to know about this, go to the website. Because I don't want to talk about it. I want hey. us to go on, leave people a more uplifting hey. note of what's been a positive podcast. Over. So do you know how you do that? You know how you do, yeah. do you do, no, Justin. Do
2: you know how you do that? You say, guess what? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's talk about blah, 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 blah. Fill in the blank. Anything other than that. Like I do about wrestling all the time around.
1: <laughs>
2: there is no transition
1: with me I know. I say
2: this is boring. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Can we move on to the next match? I don't yeah. even try to transition it anymore. Marianne um, or Ginger,
3: Kelly Kapowski Kelly or Jesse Fischer. Spano?
2: I never understood how that was even a competition. I'll be honest, I never Who? understood that was even a real. competition. the second one you threw out
3: there? Oh, Kelly Kapowski all day. Kelly Kapalko. Kelly Kapowski was yeah all, all day worldwide, long. all day long. Uh, Marianne, by the way, over Ginger. Oh, huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Interesting, interesting, very interesting. No comment,
0: um, really so, quick, yeah. Do, do,
2: anything in the chat room, Glenn, though, about the EC thing thing I was asking about?
0: Seriously, no, I didn't see that. Oh, you know, I had this thought tonight. Did you guys think about this too? I liked, I wanted to talk about this at a moment when Baron Corbin broke that mirror and the look on his face and stared at it. I yeah. want bad luck, Baron Corbin, for the foreseeable future. Yes, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. I, I, we should have said that. And I apologize.
2: I said, I picked up the same Spidey senses you did on that, Glenn. Yep.
0: And that could be it's a coming. great gimmick. Like everything, like he's just losing, everything terrible happens to him. He is perfect for that. Yes. And I think it'll be a nice little bit of development for his He's,
1: he,
2: he, I agree. And he sold it way too long for them not to do something with it, right?
1: Yeah. What do
3: you think. When he stared at the, at the mirror, That's I didn't think call. of like, I didn't think of like bad luck. I thought he was like, Worried that he was going to be in trouble, that he destroyed Mr. McMahon's gym. <laughs> that's what I literally thought. Oh, okay. And see, that's so cool about
2: wrestling because, and that's not like a corn cornball here, but people, it, you know, it really is how different viewers watch this show and different characters do different things. I love the ability to be able to imagine what this was supposed to mean. You know what I mean? That's why I dig Bray Wyatt character so damn much.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, because it makes my mind go all over the place. And it could be completely a different direction than maybe it somebody else's mind go. But like in that one instance, I'm breaking a mirror. You had a completely different purview yeah. or vision of what that was. That's that's so cool about wrestling.
3: Pro wrestling, really, is, really is. pro wrestling is art. It's all about the interpretation.
0: Yeah. It wasn't the best. It is. Um. So, no, I thought that was one of the better moments tonight. I thought Heyman was – actually, Heyman's cameo was the best. The food fight thing was just so silly, though. Like, if you were serious about winning the match, why wouldn't you just run out of there when that was happening?
2: And why would you do – again, he's also got to stop. Fans in the chat room, do you prefer him doing the worm when there's no fans there to pop for it? Like, isn't that why you're doing the worm to begin with? You're not doing it for any offensive advantage. You're doing it to make the crowd pop, essentially. So what do you, what say the fans in the chat Do you think Otis should be doing the worm with no fans in the arena mm. or should he continue?
0: So one thing about Otis, and I want to remind you in a second, John Richter paying $2 to remind uh, Matt that he said to remind, to bring up tag teams. I
2: Yeah. Thank you,
0: John. That was about
2: EC3 and, and then and the other two. Sorry.
0: So uh, what I wanted to say was, um, Otis, there's an interview on WWE.com or their YouTube where he's talking about if they won this, they were going to use it for a uh, tag team championship opportunity. Please let AJ Styles win this briefcase from him on Friday. Every tag team gets a tag team title opportunity. There's four tag teams on each it roster. Nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. I agree with that. Huge waste. So I'm hoping Friday AJ takes it away from him.
2: Yeah, man. What's up, Justin? What's up, now
3: man? again, going back to the Otis alternatives, you know Becky Lynch is supposed to come on Raw tomorrow and uh, call out who could be the next contender. Again, it wouldn't. It would be. It would fit the storyline if Otis, out of his love, hands the briefcase now, wait, to Mandy, and Mandy goes out and. Can I tell you why? Can I tell uh, you why?
2: Because Mandy just lost to, Homegirl the other night. She's nowhere near even storyline wise. Ready for a championship, right?
3: Well, she, she lost. It's gonna be me, but but mind you, we talked about this Friday. She lost to Sonia, but she lost by a roll up and Sonia holding the tight, so it was a protected loss. It yes. wasn't like she got definitively beat one, two, three, knocked out, you know. And then, I mean, and then she, she's a world change world championship match next week, talking smack
2: to Becky Lynch. I, I don't know. I'm I just, mean, I'm, I, th- I think it'd be cool. I'm just throwing an alternative. He's a personal yeah. fan of hers, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you're right
0: yeah we'll see what happens uh but i think oscar versus becky i feel like we've
2: we... i can never see that we have but i can never see that enough god that know. is one i always dig i know you you didn't dig the last one i remember right
0: i think Shayna's gonna somehow get the title off becky and then oscar versus Shayna. oh
2: no 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 uh, oh why do you, you like Shayna?
0: No, well, it's not that... I'm. But the thing is, with Becky versus Asuka... So, yeah, what's Asuka going to do? Hey, Becky, I'm going to cash this in and we're going to have another match. Like, that's All the right. looming threat?
2: Give me... Okay, so then let's... This is why... Okay, this is yet another reason why they need to do more with Lacey. I would totally... Lacey versus Asuka would be so yeah. much better.
0: So maybe Lacey beats Bailey, and then Asuka <clears> catches <throat> in. Or Asuka could cash in on Bailey, But they said uh, Becky's going to face her tomorrow night on Raw for a promo. I don't know.
3: I'm going to say this, and, and I, and, and, and Shana, kind of what Matt was saying earlier about Otis. I don't know Shana, but I know a lot of people who do, by all accounts, Shana's is a working person. Great for her. So it's not a shot at the person, but Shayna has had the chances. You know, they put her in a survivor main event. They put her and every, she was the favorite from what I can see on social media. People thought she was the favorite to win the night.
0: Oh yeah. By far.
3: And if they have not pulled the trigger on her, there's a reason. Whether yeah. I agree or it's justifiable well, or not, there's a reason. Something ha- maybe it's because she's got the bad card drawn of having to work in a Becky Lynch promo to WrestleMania in front of an empty arena WrestleMania, which sucks. Maybe that's it. Or but or, yeah, or go ahead, Matt.
1: Or, or 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 but
2: to be fair, then you have a Lacey Von, a Lacey Von Eric. I keep wanting to say Lacey Von Eric. You have Lacey Evans who by the same token, they do not put the trigger on yet either. And I can't find anything from talking to people that work there of, of any weakness with her or any holes or anything they don't like about her.
3: But you know what, Matt? D- uh, uh, difference. Sh- to me, Shayna was on the rise, on the rise, on the rise. You're waiting for the, for the moment to be given. They haven't done it. Right. Lacey still feels like she's on the rise. And remember, Lacey started on the rise as a heel. They then flipped the switch, turned the switch, turned her baby face. She had to be in the first women's match in Saudi Arabia. Now she's no longer bashing everybody. She's only bashing her heel opponents. She's now a babyface face uh, mom. I so. so I, I hope that's all true. I really yeah, I, I, I think I, it's I, different. I, I think do. Lacey's still on the rise for her moment. But Shayna? She's, uh, she is money to me. Lacey is money. I agree. I, I, I agree.
0: Uh, john good pointing out aj's on raw but i i don't think the brand split matters for this i think
3: no did you hear there
2: uh is it just rumor or is it confirmed yet that there's no longer doing brand extensions
3: just rumor uh, but it's out there yeah
2: about um time, about time about time Well, oh, the problem okay, what i was gonna say listen really quick this is really, just really quick i promise i apologize i will going cut you off um but really quick, WWE no longer is a day is is at a day and age in which they have these singles main event have to see WrestleMania matches anymore. Now WrestleMania is the brand itself. People pay the money to watch WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. It's not because you're seeing Stone Cold versus Bret Hart or Rock versus Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan versus Rock. It's not like that anymore. So because of that, they have completely oversaturated to a degree their roster with not talents way up here, but like right here, if you will. They're all super talented. It makes no sense to me, by the way. But it's like they're doing that by design. To be able to pick and pull people in and out of these spots and make them replaceable, which should never be the case. Um and because of that, they're just not what it's not what it used to be. You you know what I mean? you used to look forward to one big huge match um at WrestleMania. And now you we don't have that anymore. And in my opinion, John Cena was the last character, that, in my opinion, we'll see, that was like that. Um, Roman not there, none of them are there, and they never will be there. Not because of them, but because of WWE making sure that's how it continues. And they need to stop that. And I hope by by combining the rosters, they'll be forced. Some of these characters, some of these uh, uh, talents will have more time to do even more and really, really shine, really, really stick out more. Like we used to happen back in the day when you'd see Rock do Raw and Smackdown. Uh, Stone Cold do both. Um, you know, and people are like, what about these young live talents? Well, they got to fight for their time. like I did, like everybody else had to do. If you're good enough, you're going to take somebody's spot eventually. That's how it should work. Um, it should not just be everybody gets unlimited time on television. Do you know what I mean? That's not how this should be. Because if you do that, it breeds mediocrity. It does not breed the best of the best of the best and we won't get that John Cena type of above-everybody-else type of star that we pay good money to watch main event in WrestleMania in a dream match versus so-and-so. Do you know what I mean? Huh. That's why I like the brand extension being shaken.
3: Well, the issue, the biggest obstacle I think WWE runs into with um, doing away with the brand yeah, extension yeah. is that this is the first time in a long time that the two major shows in Raw or SmackDown – are on two totally separate-owned networks. So when you have Raw owned by NBC and you have SmackDown owned by Fox, Fox wants to know that they're going to get Roman Reigns or whomever X yes. amount of times. So cool. so if now Roman Reigns has to be split in booking between Friday and Monday, right. and maybe there's a particular Friday where it doesn't fit for the storyline or doesn't fit for Roman's personal health to have him on, he shows up on on oh. NBC's Monday, but not, but he shows up on a pre-tape for what Friday SmackDown, Fox goes, well, hey, what the hell? Justin, Why wasn't Roman on our show?
2: Justin, I, I think that's a selling point, actually. I think Fox wants, an AJ Styles wants Brock Lesnar and, 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 and those types of people, and vice versa. Now they can do that. They can give them the big superstars that the other network may hmm. want.
3: They, they can give them if, if the superstars have the uh, ability to win
2: ratings or – The ratings are in the carpet right now. They've got to do something different.
3: Well, no. No brand extension means, yes, you have the movement to make these superstars show up on either show. The problem becomes the first time where where, where Vince tries to look out for his talent and say, you know, it doesn't make sense for my talent to do a promo or a match in this show. Let's just have a a, a pre-tape thing or, oh, they need a night off. The first time one network doesn't get some hot commodity, and there's only a couple hot commodities, Roman, and a very select other ones. The moment that one p- show doesn't get the other one, doesn't get what the other one got. You know, Roman shows up in Raw, but not SmackDown. That's where the problem becomes. That's why I think they need – I think that's why they try to have separate he rosters. They will.
1: They'll,
2: they'll be on, No, they do get rosters so more talents have opportunities to get over. But they don't have to allow it to happen. You're right. I've seen time and time and time again. Um, the only thing I'd be concerned with is that women will get less time, and this is yeah. why. They desperately need to create an all-women show. They have more than enough talent to do it. And I would put that donuts to dollars. And I'm really sincere. I'm not just blowing smoke. It would give Raw and SmackDown a run for its money. I am so dead serious about that.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree to that. So, Jared Wilson, Buck 99. and you put it. Hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, really quick, really quick. Glenn, to yeah. your old point, this is why they need to get on the E channel, bro. You throw the all-women's wrestling mm-hmm. show. On the e channel somehow, it would freaking write its own, write its own uh, uh check.
0: I agree. Jared Wilson Buck ninety nine saying, "What's next for Edge tomorrow on Raw? Uh, I mean, w- he's going to be there. Randy's going to be there? there. We don't know what's going to huh. happen." I didn't know that. uh I don't I, know that answer Jared. Cardo Buck ninety nine saying, "WrestleMania three is on FS one on Tuesday night. We should do a show on it. Mania three. I'm curious. Patreon. I'm gonna- on it. That's going to pull Patreon." Okay. Look, guys, here's the deal about this page. All right, I think... I'll do another show a week where I talk oh. to you guys, where I make time where, out of my busy schedule, show up and talk to you guys. But if I have to watch more wrestling, I'm freaking going to put a gun in my mouth and I'm going to pull the trigger. Just saying right now, like three times a week, this is too much as is. Maybe I'm cutting back. Maybe I'm cutting back. But watching one more, watching two more hours of wrestling a week. I'm going to go freaking out of my mind. Okay, let me just make that 100% clear. <laughs> glad oh, to
3: have the, <laughs> the margarita. Yeah. <sighs> no. And, <you> know, <laughs> Glenn, you can't but, be frustrated. Matt and I are dealing with 1130, 11.37 p.m. You're dealing with 8.37. The sun is still up where you yeah, are. Yeah,
0: but here's the terrible part, because I have this this mythology, this this fallacy, this false belief, that, like, oh, I'm going to still have an evening after I do this podcast tonight. And that... And you door don't? Has, what do well, you do? It's pretty shut down, because soon it's going to be almost bedtime.
3: What are you talking about? Like, Matt, and I, Matt and I have lost... Th- we're at 11.37. You have, like... You could still go spend. You could still go pop a Bluetooth Living and have spend time with your wife. Yeah, but that's but I, mean. I
0: can't watch a movie and then watch some TV and then do that.
3: Oh, Mister, you want it all? At I have to pick. I had yeah, Glenn, Glenn. I have to pick between uh watching wrestling, doing this podcast, and having sex with my wife. I can only do one or two. And I can't do all three. Just and this, take a break. Mute the mic. Go. You know. Come back
1: you got Glenn a couple could, of minutes
0: Glenn you could you <laughs> could at 830 you could watch you could
2: watch some good Black dude Blacklist is so damn good oh my god that show I love that show
0: I watched uh, you guys have seen that the, yes I've uh, watched the original Valley Girl and the remake of Valley Girl last night that was our Saturday night Uh the remake of Valley Girl is not good <laughs> it's not good at all but
2: you, you could watch, you know, your favorite binge watch show. Watch the uh, – you should be watching the Bulls, actually.
3: It's on my DVR. Right oh, The Last oh, Dance yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. Last Dance is good. At eight. Oh, The New Undertaker thing's out. Look, Glenn, all I'm saying is, like, at eight, it's 8.38 where you are. You have plenty of time to go, like, watch something, get laid, whatever. I have – like, yep. my wife and kids are into bed. I have nothing. Like, I'm done for the night. Yes. Like this yep. is... I was kidding,
0: folks. Uh, Colt Cohen, two bucks, hang on. Never go full cornet. Take a breather. I just try and keep things amusing on this show. Uh, Why has well, this podcast
3: been longer than the pay per view? Are we done?
0: Uh, Ryan L. buck 99 saying Otis can lead this company to what? The buffet?
3: Sorry. Too weird. I was
2: going to say. To its friend. end, to its demise, to it, an <laughs> off a cliff. Yeah.
0: Yours was worse. Mine was lazy. Mine was lazy fat guy humor. Yours was like, <laughs> yeah, to the bottom of the ratings. Yours was pretty lazy. Yeah, mine. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's been a long day. <laughs> <It's not> long. <laughs> Remember, Otis, Otis, and like, this is this is why I say that, because tonight, he saw Heyman eating. Otis was like, food? Food? What? Food? And then picks it up, and then yells, like, food fight! Like, good lord! Like, that's yes. just as lazy. Yes. Just as lazy.
1: Like
2: You can't even call that sophomoric humor anymore. We now deem this Vince McMahon humor.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty bad.
3: Um... Vince finds it funny that the the uh, the fat Chris Farley has the blonde, and but he actually, you know what? Oh, he thinks it's a riot. And Matt, you know you, you compared Otis to Chris Farley, which which I I, I totally see, and I I've, yep. I've thought of it before. How about this? Chris Farley is from Madison, Wisconsin. Otis is also from Wisconsin. In real life. Oh wow! I didn't know that. A little trivia.
0: Yeah, but I live in California. A bajillion of people are from California. I don't say give me all the goodwill in the world that you have towards these other people because I'm from the same place they are. <laughs>
3: Glenn, oh, way to shit on my trivia. <laughs> I'm
1: just I saying, love it.
0: folks. I think
2: we're witnessing the transformation of NWO Glenn. I Glenn think we're W-O. witnessing it, folks.
1: Oh, Glenn's,
3: Glenn's Glenn going from W-O. Glenn. We have Matt Morgan, we have John Cena, and Glenn's turned into Jimmy Buffett with his margaritas tonight. He's like, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. So, we were at Universal City
3: Walk. Look man. at your shirt. You look like Jimmy
0: Buffett. We are at Universal City Walk. Matt, you've been there. And uh, 20 minutes was, from my house, and yes. you didn't
2: call me. Just point that out, fans.
0: <laughs> and we we're looking for a seat. We we're like, oh, Margaritaville's got no weight. So, we went in there expecting to hate it. And I have to say, the food was delightful. The ambiance was enjoyable, delightful. and I liked. And I liked when I said to the waitress, "Do you ever get sick of listening to Jimmy Buffett music?" She mouthed the words to me so quietly. You have no idea. And I was like, "Okay, this is cool. I can hang here with my uh, bottomless chips and salsa." Grammatical.
2: You can't beat that, by the way. A uh, grammatical check. He meant delightful, not delightful. He didn't think his food was delightful. It was delightful. <laughs>
0: Jimmy Buffett is kind of like Randy Newman. It's like children's music for adults.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like it's really not complicated. It's very simple messaging. He's putting it all out there.
3: There's yeah, no but subtext. Ra- but Randy Newman's songs and Toy Story movies are, are are a way to the heart, my friend.
2: I talked I, about. The- I don't know. My mom, my mom, who is 73 years old, took one of her girlfriends and her pos- one of her posse members of hers. She's now at her YMCA swimming pool with uh to a jimmy buffett concert. Didn't even
0: oh, tell there me. you go. You, you would have gone, you yeah, would have
2: been on. On her social media. I saw it on her social media. I was like, mom, who are you? Who are you? That's pretty so, cool that, appreciate. You that's know pretty cool. Was, your, that's pretty cool your seventy three year old
3: mom has social media.
2: And I should be thinking that way. I should be thinking that way, but I worry about her like I'm her parent now.
0: If that makes sense. I think, Matt, and Justin, I'm sure you've had this as well. It is weird when you get to an age when you realize your parents are people and they have full and active lives. Because you don't think of them yes. that way when you're a kid.
2: No. Oh, Especially me on my kid. No. No. Yes. You're so right. It no, sucks, it actually. It, it,
0: it sucks. <laughs> you just think she should be home waiting for you to come home so she can like, make you a snack? Like that's your original a pun- life.
2: Waiting up? No, wait. No, waiting to punish me and threaten to beat
0: my, you know what, for doing bad stupid things. Yes, I agree with that. That's the Matt. The, we share a weird psychological <laughs> thing there. Yes, it's like the the thing when you come down in yourself and you almost want to blame your parents for not keeping you in line as an adult. Sometimes.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh terrible Trey 89499 saying thank you guys for doing these reviews after every show. It truly gives me something to look forward to when the shows are over. Thank you, Trey.
3: Nice.
0: Uh me as well. And thanks, Trey. I was gonna say that today on Twitter. Uh because we're thinking about this, doing this this other podcast, this this extra podcast each week. And it's true. Yeah. It's uh the time to- the time I spend with you guys is really the only social life I have outside of work and my marriage. Uh you know, the chat room. I mean, the, the, this is my friendship circle. I mean, you guys, I get so much great DMs and messages from everyone. We want to do more to interact with people, I think. Uh, you know, something like a Patreon, I think, uh, you know, we don't make a big deal of it, obviously, with the economy and things that are going on. More direct support mechanism maybe is, is an option. We don't want to harp on that too much. But we're, we're going to do something else. We just got to figure out what it is, where it's going to live, and what it's going to be.
2: Because it's really the truth, and it's not to shill to the fans watching right now. It's really legit truth. Me, the three of us talk about this all the time, whether we text back and forth or whatever. And it's really legit. We legit think of you all as like family members, as fan, as as, as not just fans but friends. Yeah. Um. And it sounds so corny or cliche, maybe, but really legit. It's true with us. Uh, I can vouch for both of them on that that account. And myself. So I hope you guys always know that. And again, like I said earlier, we'll disagree, but that's the funny part of this. We're getting on a rant about you guys or whatever. That's part of our stuff, right? That's part of the back and forth. But at the end of the day, we all respect that piss out of one another um, and really would do anything for one another. That's what real friends are. So everybody that watches this you legit our friends. And uh, we appreciate those com uh, comments. If you see some of the comments by saying, "Hey, we appreciate you doing the show and giving me something to do, you know, my mind off of right now," and especially during a boring wrestling uh, show, we appreciate your podcast. You watch our faces when we read that. It says it all. The body language says it all. We 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 are so sincere about appreciating that more than you'll ever
0: know. Absolutely, uh, seriously, and uh, I don't think I told you guys this. Case in point, what was it a week ago? I told uh, my Ron Jeremy story from the '90s on the podcast. I got multiple messages from people yeah. that were like, "I've met Ron Jeremy and spent time with them as well." And let me tell you, you understated. Yeah. They were like going above and beyond, like the type of like behavior and stuff I was talking about. People <laughs> messaged me about the most yeah. random things, and it's fantastic. I yeah. love that I could just have these long conversations uh, with people about like Dude, the most random it's
2: crazy. shit. Well have you ever seen a bigger collection of people since I'm being so serious right now, that have more things in common yeah than the three of us do with the fa- the, the, the friends and fans of fr- and, and people that watch this show yeah like we have here I'm, I'm being so dead ass serious it's crazy it's uncanny of how many people collectively could think of so many different things that are they have in common with one another from sports to trivia to, to guess, video games to movies yeah to uh pop culture you know what I mean
3: well, yeah. that, that same episode that Glenn's referencing, after that episode, before I went to bed, you know, we, one of the themes was talking about who was the porn star that we thought might have been linked to Dolph Ziggler. It was B.B. Jones. Right. And somebody had messaged me a link they found deep in the archive on the internet of me interviewing B.B. Jones, which I had alluded to. And I t- and true story, fans, I text both Matt and Glenn at like one in the morning <laughs> saying, here you go. Yeah. Uh, here's the yeah, link. It's not did. porn. I promise you. You can open it around your families. And like it, it, it's it is funny. Like it, it's it's like a very family atmosphere of like a uh, follow is. up. <laughs> it's crazy, it's man. I legit mean, it is.
0: It's great. It's funny, that's, that's the reason why, 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 why you want to be able to,
2: yeah. Have, yeah, be able to have. more be off wrestling topics to be able to chat with y'all about because we have so many crazy things in common, and it, it just keeps rolling, and it gives you energy to 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 want to talk more to y'all. If that makes sense.
0: Absolutely, In case in point, Matt. Here we are, two hours into that one of the longest podcasts we've ever done, and there's still a yeah. thousand plus people watching us live right now,
3: talking about this. They're the shit. The last, we the, this shit. Lo- the last time we were this long. The uh, last time we were this long, Raj was like drunk. That's the last <laughs> time we were this long. Was the drunk Raj podcast? Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Huh? I don't. It's. It's. Uh, let me tell you, it's Glenn's a little more him. difficult.
3: Glenn's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say Glenn's doing him justice. Glenn's doing him justice. No.
0: It's a little more difficult to do it after I've had a drink or two. Uh, Raj
3: was like seven Jack Daniels deep. To Raj, I can't keep up with Raj. Were, you, were you in Vegas? It looked like Jack, I, and I made he, an under, i made an Undertaker oof. joke, and he acknowledged it. I think it was Jack. He was drinking uh, straight too on the, oh, oh, yeah, was, Jack on the Rocks. Nice.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. When I was in Vegas with Raj, Raj was one of those guys that he's always. I'm going to get a drink. Do you want a drink? I'll buy you a drink. And I was just like, I can't keep up with you, dude. Like, just get water. I'm good after like one or two. Like, dude, Raj goes hard. I'll say
3: this. The only time I've drank with Raj was in New Orleans, but it was with him and Mrs. Raj. Oh, yeah. But that was actually a very, it was a very fun experience. And we all had a a good time. Like, it was. She is delightful. She's, she's, Raj is, he's shot out of his league.
0: Oh,
2: it's
3: so,
0: she's way too She's tremendous. Oh, I never met Mrs. Raj. She's very nice. Very nice. Absolutely great. He That's married great. very well. Uh, but yeah, seriously. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to figure out what this other thing is, when it's going to be. I don't even know when it's going to be. I got to figure out, do we want to do it on a night that we have wrestling? Do we want to do it on an off day? Do we want to do it during the daytime, the nighttime? We need to have some conversations and figure some things out for the fans. We got to do something the fans yeah. can attend live because the chat room you guys like. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Make
2: this I'm, so,
3: thing. I'm so mad. We had, for fans that don't know, we and had everything ready. I want to
2: be able to see. Yeah. Go ahead, no, I'm
3: sorry. I was just saying we had everything ready for Mania weekend. If it was going to be, you know, in Tampa, we had the spot. We had the we had it all pretty much laid out and ready to go. We were all looking forward to all well, the three of us, Raj. Uh, we were all looking forward to like having you guys there the, at, at, at Rick's on the River. Like I'm, I, we will we will make it up. But I was so that was the biggest thing. I didn't care that I wasn't going to Mania. I've been to a bunch of Manias. I was mad that we weren't able to do all of us together. That's what I was mad yeah. about.
2: And we'll, get, and, we'll, and we'll get back there one of these days for sure. But um, back to what we were talking about before that is that, that I don't get to see the chat room. Do you know what I mean? So so one cool thing about this was I'll be able to see what you guys are writing as you're writing it as well, um, which makes it more fun.
0: Yeah, we'll figure out how to get the uh, setup going for that, Matt, because uh, for me, like, it's it's big, big part of the experience of doing all this. Um, yeah. So I think that's all we got, guys. Uh, I think think we covered everything tonight. We've solved some problems of the universe. made sense of things.
2: We always do. We always do. That's why people come
3: here. We We solve these huge world problems. Glenda the alphabet backwards. We're
2: we're, we're recreating nuclear fission and splitting atoms here, folks, (laughs) on Wrestling Podcast.
3: (laughs) For Matt Morgan, I'm John Cena. He's Jimmy Buffett. We'll see you next week. Yeah,
0: take care, everyone. We'll be back here Monday night.